Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Download episodes of previous shows. Welcome. The opinions presented as part of this program are those of the host or its guests. These opinions do not represent the opinions of affiliated parties such as employers, friends and family. Enjoy the program. Welcome to the first live recorded edition of the uh, BNO Techcast. And um, yeah, new format, uh, also new set, loca- uh, not really location, but uh, I have a slightly different setup, new camera angle. So, um, and I have some current news topics that I want to discuss uh, during today's show. And um, these topics are basically the whole controversy uh, controversy of uh, Facebook becoming meta. Then what's also currently going around in social media quite heavily is the whole discussion is Linux ready to be um a for every um or not for every um is re- Linux ready for the average consumer uh huge discussion at the moment um and then uh, also from this week we have the whole debacle with uh, the new Intel Alder Lake CPUs and uh game compatibility especially with uh modern game launchers for and DRM for um, multiplayer titles. Then, of course, we have the next topic that will be um, the delay of uh, Valve's Steam Deck. And last but not least, we will have two uh, developer-centric topics that is um, Microsoft's .NET Conf 2021 that happened uh, this week from Tuesday till Thursday. Uh, really massive live stream event, uh, almost three full, di- full days of streams. Uh, so lots of material over on uh, YouTube. And uh, yeah, we are closing off the whole uh, show with the... Um, developer conference from Valve on the Steam Deck. Um, yeah. So let's dive directly into it. So yeah, we are right now on the on my show notes for today. Um, so this is my blog. So if you want to follow along. 
for everyone who is listening, where the location of my blog is bnonet.com. And uh, besides, uh, of course, all the announcements for the podcast, I have also some written articles uh, on here, um, also some uh, guides and uh, some announcements in regards to projects that I have been working on uh, lately. So, um, yeah, but we are now going to the first topic page. So I grabbed uh, this article from uh, Road to VR, uh, which is actually uh, just also their tease to their podcast. Um, or I don't really know if it's their podcast, but I found the um, the title uh, pretty matching. And uh, yeah, um, Facebook, in uh, its glorious wisdom, uh, decided uh, to rename itself to Meta uh, because um, they seem to have developed a new vision for uh, themselves to create a metaverse, uh, as they're calling it. And it's uh, quite interesting um, when you compare the concepts that they're talking about to some stuff that you find in science fiction. And uh, that really has spawned a controversy now where um, a lot of people are saying that um, Facebook uh, or Meta, I have to uh, get used to that myself, um, is basically creating an environment that is more like... Uh, yeah, uh, creating a dystopian future, let's say, and uh, because when you when you listen to their their talks, it's really sounding like yeah, uh, people buy our uh, cheap virtual reality headsets, and uh, you will be able to go places uh, where you will not be able to go anymore in the future thanks to uh, dramatically higher uh, prices of uh, flight tickets and so on and so forth. And um, yeah, um, that of course, that's not the only thing, but uh, uh, especially when you also consider all the data that, again, will be associated with it with being more on this uh, on this virtual platform. Um, as a lot of commentators have said, uh, for virtual reality and uh, augmented reality, uh, so the whole XR space, this announcement, this step is huge, but uh, let's see what the implementation is going to be. So this is um, very, very interesting. So that's at least my take on that situation. Then we go over to the whole um, discussion in regards to Linux. I'm just opening gaming on Linux uh, 
for reference here, it's uh, since this is more general, um, the gen more general discussion. Um, we had uh, also on um, some friends' uh, streams a lot of discussions on this topic in the past uh, few few days and weeks. And uh, in social media, you had, uh, of course, the the Linux challenge from Linus Tech Tips that they started, and uh, recently also a video by uh, Epos Vox, if I remember correctly. Um, and every one of them basically ran into stumbling blocks uh, during their experiences, and. The whole discussion in regards to is Linux ready for the average consumer um, really was spawned thanks to Valve uh, announcing that they're going to release the the Steam Deck um, based on Linux. And um, as a preamble from my from my perspective, I have been. Uh, using multiple different operating systems over the year. I have daily driven Windows. I have daily driven Linux. I have daily driven uh, Mac OS. Um, so for me overall, all of these operating systems have their advantages and, uh, and disadvantages. But I myself are, am a developer and I am a power user. So uh, it's hard to really say, okay, that my experiences with these platforms are equal to the experiences that uh, a normal consumer uh, would have. And... Um, that is really the um for me out of all these these videos um the key takeaway because when you're when you're going into linux you can def definitely daily drive it definitely for work and play um but it's uh really depends on your use case and the distribution you're choosing for that, and um, that will heavily define the experience that you will be having, because both um, both uh, Linus Tech Tips and uh, Epos Vox um, basically ran into issues with um, their specific distributions and. Uh, knowing if things working on other distributions, um, yeah, it would have been a different possibility, but yeah. Um, and as they, um, I think it was Linus Tech Tips pointed out, a huge problem at the moment is the advice for um, new users which distribution to choose. Um, sometimes you have um, even information in the same articles that are uh, controversial to itself. So, it, uh, for example, for Ubuntu, 
it uh, it says it's uh, a, a beginner friendly uh, easy uh, easy to set up and on the on the uh, contrary side it says uh yeah you have it, it's it's hard to configure so what <laughs> um and this is something um that hopefully through these kinds of um discussions that are now happening um hopefully the uh, there will be articles uh, tutorials um that, or videos that will give people guide uh, guidance for these kinds of uh, choices so that will be a huge step for making the uh, experience for new Linux users a lot better. And, um, and of course, uh, one point also was um, when you're going into gaming, um, it depends on your use case uh, there are um, a lot of places that you can find out which games are running well uh, or basically running out of the box if your games that you want to play fall into that category uh, it's easy sailing uh, but there are also games that you have to put into uh, some work to get them running and um, um, there you're again very heavily dependent on the community on the community and if you're not familiar with the community and the technical stuff that can be hard but important to say since valve is now working on steam os and the uh, whole integration with steam for basically every game that they have in, on their catalog uh, that is something that is probably about to change, at least for games that are still actively sold on on Steam. Um, for third-party games or games that are not sold anymore on uh, Steam, that situation will be different. And talking about... Linux and the um, we have the we have the counterpart now we have Windows, which uh, yeah Windows eleven is of course one of the big reasons why a lot of people would like to switch or would like to have an alternative, and uh, there have been issues in the past few weeks and months, especially with. Uh, AMD CPUs and uh, um, they have been remedied as far as I have seen and um, yeah uh, now that earlier this month uh, Intel's Auto Lake has launched uh, there is now again a controversy in regards to DRM where um, we are uh, we are seeing again that DRM is having issues with the um, new CPU architecture and how the new Windows um, um, 
kernel is basically scheduling the different jobs and tasks uh, to do. And um, yeah, there is a quite a few games affected. Um, I think, uh, what was it, 21 or something for, for Windows 11. And there are also games affected for Windows 10. Um, the problem that I'm that I'm seeing with that, since Windows 10 is not uh, uh, going, uh, ah, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. Um, the, my problem with this is uh, since a lot of people are still running Windows 10 for various reasons, and the OS is still supported till I think 2025. Um, Intel already announced, or I don't know if it was Intel or Microsoft, but it was already announced that the fixes for the Windows 10 issues will probably be handled sometime next year. So definitely forcing people again to um, to migrate over uh, to Windows 11, even if they don't want to. And um, seeing all the various other small uh, quirks and issues. And of course the UI changes that not everyone really likes. Uh, that's uh, not a nice strategy, I have to say. And um, as also other commentators have said, uh, the, um, the, the usefulness of DRM is Quest, uh, really questionable um, be, uh, and you in general have issues with Windows 11 and DRM because they, um, Microsoft enabled um, VBS and HVCI in uh, Windows uh, 11 uh, when you do a clean install if you upgrade from Windows 10 to 11 you don't have to deal with that but uh, if you do a fresh install or have a new system it's enabled by default and that technology or those technologies are basically uh, virtualization or containerization of applications in Windows uh, so that each application is running in its own uh, secure container. And uh, these DRM systems, they cannot access these protected parts and... Uh, then they're saying, yeah, there is something blocking me of, of verifying stuff. Uh, no, so uh, I don't, don't let, you, uh, let you play the game. And um, the behavior of games that, uh, that people have seen is very erratic. Um, even games with the same DRM are behaving differently. Uh, they behave differently in a different system. So it's it's a mess, basically. So, um, what will, of course would be interesting to see is do those games or in general do issues like this exist on on Linux with these with the new architecture? Because I don't know. It's uh, it's a new architecture. Uh, you have when you adopt the new architect uh, the new architecture, you have quirks that you have to deal with um, and this is one of those quirks so this is an issue 
that will not be permanent. It will be resolved at some point. So, yeah, but uh, still, it will, would be interesting to, to see if uh, um, some uh, systems on, on the Linux side also have issues or if it's not a problem at all because perhaps the Linux kernel already has big little... Um, architecture support baked in from uh, the ARM compatible compatibility or something. Uh, I am not sure there, but uh, perhaps if someone is running uh, Linux on a Auto Lake system, yeah, let me let me know in the comments or through my blog or via Twitter. And um, yeah. So Next up, we have, we are back basically to the Steam Deck. The Steam uh, Wealth also got hit by the worldwide shipping shortages. Uh, a lot of people have been looking forward to getting their Steam Decks uh, in December or early next year. And uh, yeah, when the news broke this week, it really was not uh, a huge surprise to most. However, um, so the delay is not dramatic, at least at the moment. Uh, the future will tell if that remains. Um, uh, I just heard in another news update today that uh, uh, some places shipping situations are actually improving. So uh, fingers crossed that this trend is going to uh, continue and uh, uh, the whole situation with shipping delays is not going to continue as crazy as it is in 2022. Um, so for um, people who um, went into the registration queue for um, being able to order in December of this year, um, the um, the order period has been shifted to the first quarter of 2022. So probably somewhere between January and uh, uh, March it will be possible to start ordering uh, the Steam Deck. Um, of course, it will be interesting to see what is then the actual shipping period uh, resulting after that. Um, so the way Valve, Valve does this is uh, giving them a lot of options um, for, for handling that, um, which from my perspective is, is fine uh, since... Uh, they're they're very upfront with the communication in regards to schedules and uh, their uh, their issues, and um, yeah, the sad thing that I have to say for people who are in the queue for or were in the queue for Q two of twenty twenty two, they now don't have a firm window um, when they could be expecting to be able to order their Steam Deck. Uh, 
um, the um, if you are not uh, getting into the queue now, it already says um, that you will be able to order starting queue um, after Q2 2022. Um, but even for people who are, were in the Q2 2022 slot before, they now have the same statement. So their um, Steam pre-order page says sometime after Q2 2022. And uh, for people who did this pre-order earlier um, in this year, that's not that nice. I would have understood for that uh, that time frame for for new um, orders, um, but I can't understand it for people who are already uh, are in the queue. Um, so having a window for these people should have been the way to go. So we are through with the with the different normal tech news of this week, or the last two weeks, and we're now going to the developer-related stuff. So the first of those was uh, the .NET Conf this week, and um, even Microsoft being new to the um, open-source community game. Um, they're doing a lot of things right in, in, uh, at the moment, at least in my opinion. Of course, uh, there was a kerfuffle about uh, them removing the uh, hot reload functionality, um, and uh, uh, a lot of people are still pissed about it, uh, which I definitely can understand, because the way that they implemented the hot reload functionality now, uh, basically .NET wide is a really, really nice functionality to have. Um, and they also demoed that uh, quite heavily uh, at .NET Conf. And um, that will be, if you are a .NET developer, that will be uh, definitely a huge... Uh, quality of life uh, and time improvement, a uh, time-saving improvement. Um, I have been in the .NET development world since, I don't know, 2007 uh, uh, or 2008. And uh, I have seen this um, framework, or let's call it now also platform, grow throughout now almost 15 years and uh, it's quite impressive where um, .NET has come from as a Microsoft Windows only and proprietary solution and now um, being basically a complete open source um, solution. Um, they actually stated at .NET Conf that .NET 6, which is now the new release that's released, uh, released this week with .NET Conf, is the mainline .NET release. So, of course, there will be hotfixes for the old .NET frameworks, but 
they are actually offering um, transitionary tools for developers to get their legacy projects updated to .NET 6. And uh, that not only involves the um, um, the classic Windows uh, applications, so WinForms applications, ASP.NET and so on, but that also uh, is the case for cross-platform uh, applications that have been previously built on uh, on Xamarin and Xamarin Forms, and um, .NET six how they demoed it uh, during .NET Conf um, reminds me a lot of uh, how um, you can use um, React Native basically because now with .NET six and uh, the uh, Blazor and the .NET MAUI frameworks, um, you will be able to mix and match components from web, desktop, mobile, however you want it. And uh, that it can be a huge time saver if you have a heavily connected um, application that uses all these different different channels um so i was really impressed uh, seeing that um even for me as someone who knows .net well .net 6 will be a huge learning curve uh, and i'm looking forward to see how this um technology de uh, develops um, in the next fo uh, following years. Um, only that thing that I have to say is that um, .NET MAUI, which will be the new cross-platform UI framework, which is not yet launched, it will launch early next year, um, but they're delaying this, especially due to quality uh, reasons. And um, they're taking a lot of learnings from, from Xamarin, Xamarin Forms, uh, and a lot of community uh, contributions and putting those into the, um, yeah, into the core framework, which is a good thing. Uh, I actually have had it happen um, this week that uh, I had an issue with a customer application where um, I had to find out that the library that we are using to load SVG images um, that has been used widely in the Xamarin Forms community in the, in the past uh, few years, um, that we used basically in all our applications, um, that this has not been maintained since end of um, 2019. And um, in 2020, there was a release of Xamarin Forms 5, and uh, I had to help, uh, hold back that, that applica particular application to Xamarin 4.8 um, due to um, some glitches that I was experiencing. I thought they were um, Xamarin related, but as it turned out, they were related to that library. And now due to an issue with uh, iPhone 12 
and 13 mini devices I was forced to update and uh, yeah, found out that this uh, library was causing the issues and uh, I had to implement a fix for that. So, um, and thankfully, since the .NET community is uh, really big and active and uh, um, there are a lot of samples going around, I was able to base this on two older um, articles and a component that was also out of maintenance. And uh, I published a new open source um, package this week uh, that addresses this issue, which uh, enables uh, proper SVG loading now um, from embedded resources for Xamarin Forms 5. And... Uh, yeah, the customer app is back in production with those fix fixes since Thursday and everything seems to be well. So I'm glad about that. And uh, so this is an example, an example of why putting stuff from the community into the core that is centrally managed is not always a bad thing. So that's uh, a small side story from from my experience this week. Yeah, and then we can go over to the other developer conference that we had on Friday, live streamed by Valve. Um, and it seems like initially I got the info that it was basically uh, invitation only, but uh, if I read the other article here at uh, Gaming on Linux uh, correctly, it was always to be meant to be public. So, um, nevertheless, um, my impression of watching the conference was definitely that it uh, was targeted to um, developers that are not yet that familiar with Linux and especially the Steam Deck. And... Uh, yeah, so um, the information that they uh, presented there, however, were nevertheless very comprehensive. Um, for me personally, not much new information, but um, they went into several nice um, um, details uh, that were um, good new information for the community. And the article um, that I have up from uh, Gaming Gaming on Linux here is uh, basically good good summary. You will find the link uh, the link to that uh, in the show notes. I am actually going to repost those in the live stream chat as well. Again, I posted them initially, but. Uh, It has been some time, so I'm posting them. Okay, and um, I'm not going through all the technical uh, details that they discussed there right now because it, it was really a lot. So they went through um, the architecture of the Steam Deck, um, component choices, how everything is going to interact with each other. 
And um, yeah, um, one thing that really surprised me actually, I don't know why I did not really have it on um, um, in my head correctly, but I thought that the Steam Deck would be running a uh, then three uh, three CPU. So the current generation that uh, is currently available for desktop and uh, mobile. And uh, during the presentation, I was actually confused because they uh, showed slides uh, that it was Zen 2. And uh, I read it up and yeah, it was it is Zen 2. So the um, comparable to the Ryzen 3000 um, processors. And um, yeah, we were discussing this, uh, I think yesterday, and I um, checked some some community conversations about that uh, since then. And um, the logical explanation why AMD uh, is using that particular uh, architecture is uh, that there is no the Zen 3 based APU um, architecture at the moment. Uh, AMD is actually developing that uh, in parallel to the Stream Deck APU, uh, but with Vega graphics. Um, I'm still confused why they're not developing this with RDNA 2 right away, uh, but uh, yeah. Uh, Probably they, uh, their uh, their approach is with uh, the Vega graphics. They uh, they are a bit more energy efficient than the RDNA two, um, but I don't know. Really, I don't really know that. Ah, now I'm having a Bluetooth hiccup. <clears throat> Audio seems to build, still be there, so I'm going to continue. Um, yeah. Um, one other thing that um, during the conference that uh, really uh, caught my caught my eye was that um, Valve is going to allow um, third-party stores. So launchers, they they named it um, during the conference. Um, it was actually also a, a Q and A question, um, but um, if you enable launcher launchers from different providers, uh, for example, the Epic launcher is also store. Um, so you have the um, you have the avail uh, the ability to buy games and apps from other providers and um, this intrigued me because uh, recently I uh, wrote an article about the whole um, app store debacle uh, I show this one here as well um, where we currently have lawsuits between Epic Games at Apple regarding the conditions in those stores and so on and so forth. And uh, as I wrote in this article here, um, 
the for, for me the most important thing in regards to what to allow on the device is the usage scope of the device and valve was pretty pretty clear in their communication there because they said the steam deck first of all is a gaming device gaming device but it is basically a desktop so a normal pc so in the end you can do whatever you want with it yeah but what they're focusing on is providing the best gaming um perspective uh, the, the best ba gaming experience first and everything else will be second and uh, that's why they are also as far as I understand focusing primarily on getting um the the current catalog working through wine and proton on linux and not pushing developers to do um native ports because that lowers the barrier of entry for those developers and once they uh once they have established this plat new platform as the um uh, steam os slash steam deck gaming platform then with the uh, user base that will result out of that then you have a lot more um um Ah, with missing the word uh you have a companies have a lot more interest in investing and developing native versions that benefit much more from the efficiencies that you have on uh, on linux yeah so we are through um with all the topics that i wanted to discuss today um a lot of interesting developments going on right now so uh will be interesting to see what we have in the in the next uh, few weeks um so probably the next episode uh will be I don't know next week or the week after next week depends a bit on my on my personal on my personal schedule um but I will definitely announce it on the blog and also on my twitter um so the blog is uh again uh, on bnonet.com and you can find me on twitter at at binoffer so these are the best two channels to see when I am actually live and uh, as I said initially, uh, this um, podcast is now recorded uh, as part of a live stream. And uh, basically after this recording is concluded, I will go into a discussion slash Q&A for, for a time. And uh, the whole uh, stream will afterwards be available on YouTube. Then thank you very much for listening.
and uh, hope to see you uh, soon in the next episode um, and you can find the links to the articles and uh, topics that I discussed today on my blog uh, and on the YouTube video they, uh, there is a link to the um, to the show notes directly below the video so thank you very much and have a good day Please follow us on Facebook and subscribe via iTunes. Okay, high time now for our tune of the week. When you're sick, every minute counts. So don't go anywhere. Go to DispatchHealth.com where high-quality medical care comes directly to you. No getting out of a sick bed. No crazy driving to an emergency room. No endless paperwork. No hospital waiting rooms. Visit DispatchHealth.com to learn about our medical professionals, then make house calls. Dispatch Health is covered by Medicare and most major insurance. Go to DispatchHealth.com. Muscle mirrors, guys. Welcome to the movie factory. Ooh, so exciting. Trust me. Please. All right, welcome back, fellas. Yes, sir. Smoking mirrors, episode sixty-six. Are we living it? Yeah, good van, real good. Yeah. Getting my kicks of Route sixty-six. How <laughs> <laughs> good? Yeah, yeah, doing good, man. Yeah, fucking had a good ass time yesterday eating all that food, man. <laughs> it was too much goddamn food. I know those leftovers there. Yeah, 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 and I will enjoy the. <laughs> I am partaking. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to head into our streaming news now. Um, so our first story is um, about the Devil May Cry anime there. Mm. So uh, I think his name is the producer's name is Adi Shanker. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was talking about it and how um, him and the writer, I think, something Larson. I don't remember this guy's first name. <laughs> but yeah, the how um they they've just finished scripting the first season and um you know there there will be it's it's not really going to focus on uh, Virgil and Dante and Trish I think her name is. Yeah. 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 But um but they will feature in there so it seems like it's going to be a brand new sort of story and mm. whatnot within the Devil May Cry universe which yeah. is kind of cool and and kind of not at the same time. 
Um, where is this at? Netflix? Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's over at, yeah. Hardy Shankar is the same guy who did Castlevania. Castlevania, well. yeah. So, mm. Which which for me is like, you know, that that's already like a plus for me. Mm. Yeah, because that, that Castlevania was fire. Yeah. But um, he came out and he said, don't expect just like one season. You know what I mean? He said um, that there could be possibly several seasons of the show, depending on on how it, it sort of hits. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Sounds all right. Yeah. It only starts production next year, though. So it's going to take at least six months. Yeah. At least. At least. Maybe towards the end of the year we'll only get this, which makes sense to me because it's like, it's horror and they can put it out yeah. November-ish, October-ish, November-ish. Yeah. I'm in. It's my time <laughs> to shine, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they said they're looking at voices as well, mm. but who won't be part of the, the voiceover team is Chris Pratt. <laughs> right. It's just like the, the Oda Steel one now. <laughs> he is, man. He's, he's just, yeah. Poor Mario. <laughs> <laughs> um, so moving on to Apple. Uh, they've set uh, a few cast members for extrapolation their their show about um, the uh, the effects of global warming uh, on faith business and and personal life so they've got Ed Norton there as a scientist uh, Kerry Russell as um, a inventor mm. Indira Varma will play um, I think just someone and cherry jones will play the president of the, U- the u.s mm-hmm. and then michael gandolfini from uh the many saints of newark saints. um will play uh ed norton's son mm-hmm. so you you kind of get the um the sense of the effects rippling down through the whole family yeah. and he's yeah. like a tech whiz as well so yeah he'll probably work with his father with that so it's always good to um, to see Norton, but I want to see what Gandolfini does next. Same. There's something yeah. about that that guy's look, yeah, as well. Like now in the, in the promo shot, you had like a, a beard, like a little light beard. Yeah. There it completely changes him. He was yeah. on um, Joey Diaz's podcast. And oh, yeah. he, he was. Um, I seen him then. He had the he had the little beard and short funny, hair. Short hair. Yeah, yeah. Mm. he's going bald like his dad. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't mind. Like he just has like a really cool look. Yeah, he does essentially look like young Gandolfini. Though. He does, yeah. Very bit, bit much leaner though. Yeah, very well. Gandolfini in that first season was very lean. That's weird, eh? He's just got yeah. real broad shoulders. Yeah, like he's he's <laughs> could never be a varsity athlete. <laughs> <laughs> I told all my cousins that I'd never ever be a varsity. <laughs> What do you call it? Um, and also, the question that, that I've been asking for fucking years, where the fuck is Alanis Morissette? I know. It's ironic that you don't hear from <laughs> Don't you think? Swallow that jagged little pill. <laughs> but no, um, so we've got Alanis Morissette coming out with a new sitcom show. Uh, mm. So she'll be writing some new songs for it. But the synopsis is just... Um, so a mother who was an international, like, you know, famous star back in the day, a musician, mm. now with three kids and trying to live with the new generation and how to make, like, you know, make her kids listen to her music. Yeah. So it sounds real interesting, like the generational difference. Um, it sounds cool to me, but at the same time, I don't actively listen to a lot of Sparset, but I like these shows where it's like the bonding, like, yeah, yeah, the family, family. <laughs> <laughs> 
I actually do listen to a bit of Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Um, and reading Dave Grohl's book at the moment, like it's weird that mm. that guy that's on the drums in Foo Fighters was Alanis Morissette's drummer. Oh, mm. shit. Yeah. Wow. Um, but yeah, Alanis Morissette got bangers. Yeah, she does. She does. She also has shooters out in the streets too. Like, like in, 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 cause she's in Canada. In Canada, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, they love her out there. Yeah. 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 No, interesting. Exciting to see work. <laughs> Very interesting. Because, like, as soon as the as, as one of you guys sent the, the article through, I was immediately like, am I just a fucking joke to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, a, that's the one thing I've thought of. <laughs> All right. So we, uh, we got uh, some more casting mm. for the old Continental there. It's gearing up to be just, like, you know, the event series of the, uh, of the year. I reckon. Maybe next year. Yeah, so we've got um, Peter Green, who's going to be playing Uncle Charlie. Yeah, young Uncle Charlie. Young Uncle Charlie. So who was Uncle Charlie in the first one? Uh, the guy that um, he's like, you want to make an easy coin? Yeah. To so babysit that chick? He's um, Lester Freeman's character in, in What's-His-Face. The Wire. If you guys watch The Wire. I haven't. Some people in this room. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've got um, Ayamid Adegan. I believe. I'm sorry if I murdered your name. Um, but he's going to be playing Sharon, right? Which is um, another Wire character's... Uh, yeah, Lance Reddick's. Lance Reddick's <laughs> character. Mm. And then Jeremy Bob, which is going to be a completely new character. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Sounds good, man. The cast is filling up quick, which tells me that they're going to roll cameras on this very shortly. Well, this also tells me that it's um, it's good. Mm. What people are reading are, is good. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not just some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Is 8711 behind all of this action? Of course. Yeah. 8711, um, even the screenwriter, Colstad, yep. Leech is behind it. Uh, what's it? Oh, 8711 did uh, the Moon Knight choreography anyway so mm. did they yeah, yeah. all right moon, moon knight went up a notch <laughs> like, <laughs> know what i mean that's that's why them them training shots of isaac looks so good yeah and it looked like an actual proper fucking shot when he was going through yeah yeah, yeah. and it didn't look like they stopped the choreography like it wasn't just one bit reset or anything like that he went straight through and fucked o's up yeah yeah because he, he does that fucking thing where he's on the floor and he rolls up and does that fucking kick as well yeah, yeah, that's all Isaac, baby. That's <laughs> all solid Isaac snake. on me. Pause. <laughs> hey, yeah, just, just a side note: you can get Metal Gear Solid One and Two on PC for twenty nine dollars. <laughs> take it, take it, take it, take uh, it, take that, take that, take it. All right. Um, so a big celebration that happened uh, Friday in the states was Disney Plus Day. Yeah. So that's where Pixar, Lucasfilm, and Marvel all released. Like, you know, the stuff that they were going to, um, that, that's on the cards. That's on the come up. So a big, a big thing, Pixar and, and Disney wise. So we got our first look at the Willow cast. Mm. So Warwick Davis was there introducing everyone. So we're going to get, um, uh, Ellie Bamber, Dempsey Brick, Ama Chad, Chada Patel, Aaron Kellyman, Tony Revolo, Revolo, Revelory. Yeah. Fuck. Revelory. Yeah, that's yeah. probably how you pronounce it. And Ruby Cruz. I think we announced that already. Uh, so there was no footage actually shown. There was very little footage shown across the day. Extremely 
minimal. Yeah. I think they're holding their cards to their chest. Yeah. Well, Star Wars Day is coming up as well. So, like, that's where probably where they're going to drop the Obi-Wan trailer. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, we, we're getting a, a Princess and the Frog musical sequel as mm. well. So, this is a long-form animated musical series. Okay. So, it won't just be a movie. Like, they're actually going to do episodes. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, it's going to show Tiana, who was, like, you know, now crowned princess of... Um, Fucking Mel- Meldonia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then she, she goes back to New Orleans. Mm. Yeah. Princess and the Frog was kind of fire. I got to tell you. I haven't fully watched it. The- I tried to because I was like, this is Disney's last ride, like hand-drawn animation. So but It was really, really good. Like yeah. the, the art style and everything still was, was really good. And the music was, was mm. very like, you know, New Orleans inspired. Yeah. It wasn't no fucking ghetto boys or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Wayne. Yeah. Out of love. <laughs> <laughs> um, we better get Wayne on this actually. <laughs> <laughs> um so we also got the announcement of Cars on the Road, which is gonna be like this road trip situation between Maida and Lightning McQueen. Owen Wilson is actually coming back. Oh wow. Like it's not just Larry the Cable Guy, and that's weird. Like that Wilson for me is the seller. Yeah. Like I can't take just Larry the Cable Guy. I don't know. They had the ride at Disney was just Larry. I know. But even that was just too much, and that was ninety seconds of Larry. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Larry laying the cable. <laughs> That's wild. Uh, <laughs> is he laying the like? It can mean two two things. That because laying cable is like taking a big old <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Pixar unveiled what they called "Win or Lose." <clears throat> yep. It's this animated series, and it's about um, this team going through the the kind of highs and lows from different perspectives, leading up to this softball game. Um, and it's the championship games. Stakes is high. Mm, streets is watching. Uh, which, like, it, it looks pretty cool. It kind of looks like the same animation Luca had where uh, with Massimo. Yeah. The, the, the one-armed father in there, mm. which is cool. It's like heavy brow, like very little detail and stuff, but just this big sort of thick character pause. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, so Lucasfilm had a, a promo for Obi-Wan. Mm. And that was basically it. Yeah. Some, some concept art there, Vader and Obi-Wan fighting. Yeah. An older Obi-Wan as well. They told us again that bloody Hayden Christensen was back. Why is that the drawing card? Yeah. Like, it, just to let you know, again, Hayden Christensen's back. It's so weird that, like, everyone hated him back in the day. Mm. Hated him as Anakin. But then, like, years later, they're like, we, we need that Hayden. Yeah. Like we we need the Christensen action. Action. It's actually kind of triggering because when you think about it, fucking it's Obi Wan Kenobi. That's my guy. Put some fucking respect on his name. You don't need no sideshow. <laughs> I don't know how they're gonna do this because in fucking what's his face, um, uh, A New Hope, they say like, I haven't seen you since that last fight, basically, mm. where you like took my legs. No, he doesn't doesn't say that. He says it's he he doesn't say that that was the fight that that took his legs. He says I haven't we haven't seen each other in in so long. Yeah, he says um this time things will turn out different. Exactly. So I mean, everyone must beat him again as Vader. 
Yeah, but now, now we're like, you know, before that was like the pretense that I got. Yeah. Was like, that was the fight. But now it's like, yeah. yeah well, and we'll just throw a couple more fights in there. If we're going to keep it 100, Obi-Wan kept his winning streak because Vader didn't get the final blow on him in uh, New Hope. He, he turned into a first force ghost willingly. He disappeared out of them clothes. He, um, yeah, he, he was bowed, running out. Naked. <laughs> bowed out gracefully. Can you imagine if he was just naked? You just saw Howard Guinness just running away naked. <laughs> uh, and then Marvel like launched into their tirade of, of titles that they had. Um, and fuck, I didn't update my notes, but, um, the two big things that they, they kind of announced there was the Agatha show. Yeah, Agatha Harkness. Yeah. House of Harkness. House of Harkness. Yeah. Um, and Spider-Man freshman year. Mm. So Agatha House of Harkness will be, um, like live action and, yeah. and, uh, Han. What's her name? Catherine uh, Hahn. Catherine, Hahn. Catherine Hahn's returning, but then Spider-Man freshman year is, um, animated. I hope she's bad though. Yeah, I'm like, pretty sure. I, I, I don't. I don't want an anti-hero. I want. I want it to be bad. Like this, the show to be from like sort of vil- villain perspective. Mm. That would be cool, rather than yeah. you know her. Okay, maybe I can do some good stuff in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It needs to be because uh, I mean she'd be on the revenge road now. Yeah, trying yeah. to get back to the Scarlet Witch, unless she loses her memory after One Division. Tries to get out of. Yeah. Yeah. That'll be cool. She's stuck in there right now. And there's also history there. Yeah. Because her mother was at Salem or yeah. like or she yeah. stole the power of the witches at Salem. Mm. That makes sense. Um so I mean, it was confirmed Echo is coming out. They're making a, yeah. a show. This is a spin off from from the um the Ant Man and Wasp villain. Uh Hawkeye villain. Oh Hawkeye, sorry. Yeah. That's what it is. Um Not Secret Villain. Echo is what's her face, yeah? Um, the chick that's with him. No, no? E- so e- Echo's like a um, a a deaf character. It's the villain, yeah. She's the um, Native American yeah. character. Uh, that that's what they they kind of looking at to tie into tie Daredevil into because mm. he's blind and she's deaf. So yeah, like it would kind of like show different perspectives. Um, Secret Invasion. The logo was confirmed. She Hulk. We got a little first look there. Yeah, we get you get like a little very brief glimpse of uh, what's her face as She Hulk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Tatiana. Yeah, Maslani. Maslani. Yeah. Um, and like they they show just a little bit of like her classic costume, and then they yeah. don't show the face. Yeah. Um, Marvel Zombies is confirmed, so they're taking the offshoot of that What If episode. Mm. I am Groot. Which I reckon will be just like a it's the kids yeah. sort of show, yeah. Uh, Miss Marvel, which is like pushed back now. Um, Iron Heart, that logo was confirmed, and then we got um, a little clip for Moon Knight. Very brief clip, almost too brief. But, um, yeah, but very violent. Yeah, quite or was a, quite a bit of blood there. I rewatched that clip. Yeah. Just to make sure. And yeah, yeah, it is bloody. It's either that or like the place is flooded or something like that. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's very dark at the same time. Mm. Um, But you hear Oscar Isaac talking in like an English accent. Yeah. Then you hear his like almost Batman voice. Mm. Then you hear like the, um his normal 
voice as well. Mm. And it, it almost seems to be him trying to figure out different things now that he's kind of back. He's got different identities and stuff. Yeah. But you do see him as Moon Knight. You see the back of the costume. I don't know what it was about the Marvel presentation that they didn't want to show the faces. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you see him running uh, in a reflection only to jump across like to the, another building. On Very, the other side. Uh, Affleck Daredevil there in that shot. Yeah. The, I don't think any of the shots are truly finished mm. that you've seen. It did look good, though. Like, yep. what what you did see, like, you just seen him beating this guy to a pulp. It felt very Batman-ish. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you didn't see any of the choreography, mm. the behind-the-scenes stuff. Mm. Uh, but, like, I'm excited. Yeah. All of this wasn't... Sorry, you go. No, no, you go. I was going to say, all of this wasn't, like, you know, released separately as clips. No, it was all, all one big supercut. Yeah, it was, yeah. like, one 14-minute video yeah. uh, that, like, showed, okay, this is where we've been on Disney+, Plus. this is where we're going, and, like, Marvel know how to put a fucking montage together. Yeah, they do. It's probably the best presentation out of, like, all of Disney Plus Day. Mm. I think, like, just on Moon Knight, the biggest realization for me is that... Um, I don't know if it's meant to be like it, but Moon Knight is like the spawn of the Marvel Universe. Is it? If you look at some of the comic strips and shit like that, there's almost like a Go-Go Gadget Guns bit with Moon Knight. <laughs> and he's got like an array of pistols around him shooting. Jeez. <laughs> Might be the um, the darkest Marvel property that we have. I um, hope so. With with those rumors that we, that we reported on, like, I mean, if it is going to be Dracula and Blade is going to be in there, like, that's fucking fire, man. Yeah, yeah. that is. Can you for a good trilogy, like tri- trilogy trio as well? If it was Moon Knight, Blade, and Morbius as well, mm. like if that could be a thing, yeah, mm. Triangle, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if the multiverse will still play a part in this, and if Snipes would show up. Because if oh, Snipes man. shows up, like I don't know if I'd be able to just control myself. <laughs> like pause. Yeah. It's true though. It must be the most confusing boner I've ever had. You'd just be busted. (laughs) (laughs) And that's it for uh, for streaming news this week. Yeah. Yeah. Moving into our uh, our film news. So considering this is a family related podcast, (laughs) we have some more family related material for you. So we have uh, Vin Diesel released an Instagram post recently. Um, and he, uh, he's basically calling out the rock and says he wants him to come back for fast 10 to finish off the, you know, the, the films. <laughs> Cause this is what this, the, the apparent last fast movie coming out, which is two movies, which is crazy. Yeah. And like, it just, <laughs> it doesn't sound like Vin Diesel wrote this shit at all, or maybe he did, but it was like, you know, Dwayne. My children, they call you Uncle Dwayne in the house. <laughs> and all this shit, just asking him to come back because, you know, they really want to finish off the script and they really want Hobbs back in the picture. Yeah. And he sends him yearly gifts. And I'm like, I don't know, this all just sounds like a massive jerk off to me. Badly. But I'm expecting The Rock to see this shit and just takes a sip of Terramana and just fucks off to do his day. <laughs> and, uh, I'm busy already. I don't need this shit. <laughs> Fuck. Vin Diesel will like little brother you to death, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? That's a little shade. Yeah. That is, yeah. I was because gonna say he starts with he shade. He starts with shade. Like he calls him little brother when it's, yeah. it, I mean, 
The Rock has been in the in the streets since the fucking 90s, my guy. Like th- this this started with wrestling. Yeah. This Ro- started in Madison Square Garden with Vince McMahon telling The Rock 5 minutes before he was going to go out for his very first fucking match, "Hey, you're going to win this one." Yeah. 5 minutes before he got told. And then that skyrocketed man's Hermie had the bigger title than Vin Diesel. What did Vin Diesel have? Iron Giant? Fuck out of here. <laughs> Still excellent movie. <laughs> when voice work is concerned, I'm I'm about the diesel. Mm. But like Yeah. On the voice work it's Vin Diesel. In the in the in the live action is Vin Petrol. E ninety one. Fucking Vin Unleaded. <laughs> yeah. Like the ego on, on Vin Diesel is unbelievable. It's disgusting. Whereas The Rock the Rock doesn't really have an ego. No, he doesn't, eh? No. But like, like I, the rock I find in real life. Yeah. 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 I find the rock is professional. Like he, he wants to get in, get it done. There's no sort of like back and forth emotional dick measuring bullshit. No. Mm. Um I almost find what he kind of put out here, um, Offensive, yeah. yeah. Only because, like, one, he's he's like calling out the Rock. You know what I mean? My little brother Dwayne, the time has come. Like, yeah. the Rock was waiting for him. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, ah, okay, thank you, Mister Diesel. Yeah. I'll I'll just show up now. The world awaits the finale of Fast Ten. As you know, my children um, regard. Uh, what refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. Okay, I was like, that's not bad. This is not a holiday that goes by that they they and you don't send well wishes, but the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago that I was going to fulfill my promise to Pablo. And this is the shit that I find offensive, is that every time Vin Diesel wants to sell something, he fucking refers to Paul Walker. Yeah. It's like, it's it's not a thing that you just pull out the bag and, like, Paul wanted to do it. He plays the Paul card a bit bit much. Yeah. they bit hard. Yeah. Um, I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast and fast in the finale that is 10. I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. That's the threat. Yeah. Like, show up, otherwise we're recasting you. Yeah. And then the last bit, I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. That's the taunt. Yeah. What, like, what if this is meant to get the opposite effect, though? Like, what if Vin wants him to not come back? Well, I think this is a response to what The Rock said last week, which was, like, you know, in Hobbs, the next one, I'm killing that character. Yeah. And now Vin Diesel's like, well, I'm, I don't want to give you the option of killing him. Yeah. Come back, and then we're going to kill you. Because mm. um, I honestly think he wants the opportunity to go, well, you died in some weird way, or we're going to kill you in some weird way, and yeah. if you don't like it, then we're going to recast you and still kill you. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a rush to the finish line now. I bet you The Rock's like, you need to accelerate the development of that movie. We want to roll like in... Six months. Six months. Let's get it done. I mean, he's got nothing on the on on his um 
He's got nothing on his plate right now. He's finished finished shoot, shooting Black Adam. He's he's free right now. Yeah. He doesn't have a Jumanji coming up. He's good to go. Yeah. He can get it done if he wants to. Yeah. But The Rock don't want to, like, you know, rush something like this. Yeah. No. Um, I It might be scheduling as well. Like, he yeah. might be waiting for Leech to show up. It doesn't sound like he even wants Statham to show up. No, it sounds like it's just going to be him. Yeah. Which I don't mind. Or it could be a Hobbs and someone else movie. It doesn't always have to be yeah. Shaw. Well, Hobbs is the main. Yeah. It can just be and maybe his and Shaw's sister or and someone else. Ryan Reynolds. Mm. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, the, the chemistry with Ryan Reynolds was really good in Red Notice. Yeah. 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 And speaking on that, that rock humbleness, you know, at the end of that Tech 9 song, he actually does big thank yous as well. Oh, mm. wow. Yeah, so he, he like spits his verse, and then he's like, you know, I want to thank my brother Tech Nine, everyone else, big opportunity, all that shit. Dude's just cool, man. Does yeah. He, does he shit on John Cena in that? <laughs> <laughs> I got a track with Tech Nine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Like fucking Vin Diesel can just eat it. Fucking I hope he never comes back. Yeah, like, I hope he he stands on principle and says, Nah, well, I'm I'm killing this character off. Yeah. yeah. So I want to kill him. Doesn't it? It might not make sense in your movie, but uh, I'm killing this fucking character. Yeah, you can Fuck make you. it work, Diesel. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. You're a big boy. <laughs> Family, <laughs> big brother. <laughs> All right. So, uh, possibly the biggest piece of news this week. Right. So, um, we got the uh, the new well, Australia leaked the new <laughs> uh, Spider Man No what? Way Home. Was that a spy? Was that an Australian leak? Yeah, that was an Australian leak. They shouldn't have leaked. They put it out so early. They put it out first for some god strange reason. More than likely, time difference, possibly. <laughs> Thanks, Australia. But yeah, so we we got the new the new poster, um, and you get mm-hmm. to see essentially um, nearly all of the villains in there, right? So we get to see uh, Goblin in the background, right in the forefront. We get to see. Um, Doc Ock's arms. In the background, we get to see um, the lightning of Electro, and mm. some people are speculating that the sand in the air is Sandman. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Which is, I mean, they they need they need to come back because that's that's Sinister Six right there, already nearly right. Yeah, they just need two more. They just need two more, and the two more they need is the Vulture mm-hmm. and um, Scorpion. Yeah. Or, or Mysterio. Or Mysterio. What about Rhino doesn't fit into that, does he? Yeah. yeah. Sometimes he's in there. Because that's, that's what they were trying to, to get to with Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I've, I've seen, um, <clears throat> I think, Boss Logic, which is just another Aussie. Yeah. Shout out to Boss Logic. It's Boss Logic Aussie. Yeah. He's, he's Melbourne-based. Um, yeah. I, I saw his, um, after this, this poster dropped... He's um, his artist impression of the other two posters. So he had um, Toby Maguire on one side, and then what's his face on the other? Garfield. Um, Garfield on the other. Sick. And they're all in like that action pose as well. It's so sick. Yeah, it looks so cool. Um, so that was that was one part of the Spider-Man news. So the other big part is the fact that we had some leaked pictures that came out from yeah. the set of Spider-Man. So these leaked pictures show us that yes, Matt Murdock is in the movie. Um, Toby Maguire is in the movie. 
yep. as Spider-Man. And Andrew Garfield is, in fact, in the movie as Spider-Man. So, all the... Yeah, so you can insert your uh, Star Wars gif here if you want to, <laughs> right? Um, so, yeah, every, everyone's coming back. They, they showed shots of Matt Burdock sitting down in their apartment in yeah. the, the what's-his-face. So Daredevil's in there, people. And I can't wait. Yeah, to see him back. And it's Charlie Cox as well. <clears throat> so, yeah. The uh, one of like the un the unanswered questions I have is that they set up fucking uh, Uncle Aaron in Homecoming, yeah, which sets up for Miles to show up. So I'm wondering if that's another piece of this that's going to come out, and maybe he'll be another Spider Man that comes through. But I don't know. Well, the, I mean, the, yeah. mul- the multiverse refers to every verse, right? Yeah. So we might. I mean, you wouldn't need to see Shamik on set. Yeah, to to say that hey, he's he's actually in the movie. Yeah, it'd be cool if the Miles Morales that we're getting is the animated Miles Morales. Yeah, that would be yeah. sick. That would be mad. Fuck, and that means that Glover would need to don the costume as well. What's his name? Stalker? No. Uh, Prowler. 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 Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. <clears throat> you know what was crazy is that the person that linked it that leaked it. Knew that people would be like, this is bullshit. That's yeah. completely photoshopped. So <laughs> they put in like the receipts as well yeah. in that post. And it's like, okay, this is from the first trailer. And this is like the lamps <laughs> that yeah. verify, like, you know, it's happening in the same place. And then the other piece was the damage on Tom Holland's face in that scene where it's like Maguire and Garfield in it as well. Yeah. Um, that kind of says, well, it's actually like, this is real. Yeah. They also proved that it was real. The, the the thing, the the shot of um, Garfield holding on to the what's his face. You know, they said that was fake. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They proved that that that's real. Fuck. They said it's not a deep fake. That's real. They did it on um, uh, artist react. Yeah, they had a look at the picture and they said that's real. That's it. It might just be. It's it's not someone doing a deep fake either. That's real. That's a real photo. Holy shit! Yeah, fucking crazy. Yeah. Um. So the last piece of Spider-Man news is obviously it's actually getting a release in uh, in China, which is fucking giant. It's big. It's the first Phase Four film to actually get a release in China. Yep. Yeah. So this is big business. Marvel's back. <clears throat> oh essentially. yeah. Marvel's the only like studio that's been consistently hitting their box office. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny that it would be the the Marvel Sony collab yeah. that they kind of push, mm. like they didn't really push Eternals, but I guess they'd have to make cuts to Eternals. Yeah, but this, I mean, this this is the the first sort of like sequel within the Phase Four. Yeah, right. Which is like like Eternals wasn't. Yeah, and all that. Shang-Chi was a, a, its own movie. Yep. Yeah. Like, this is the first sort of sequel that's launching. So you want that to sort of... I mean, this is going to push everything. It's going to impact everything now. Right? So Multiverse of Madness, everything else after that. Yeah. Yeah. Probably more than Division and all that did as well. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Sounds mm. a boot, right? Mm. I was going to say... 
if they were able to do like a Miles Morales like show on Disney Plus, that'd be fire. But then any show, any live action show, um, has to be done by Sony. Yeah. And Marvel's animated Spider Man shows, they can make them, but they got to be like less than forty five minutes. Mm. They're, they're hamstrung there. Um, so Francis Francis Lawrence. Status is important to all of us. Particularly, your HIV status can influence your health and well-being. Do you know your status? Surge GNR can help with free HIV testing, at-home testing, condoms by mail subscriptions, and prescriptions for medications that can protect you from contracting HIV, known as PrEP. Stay healthy, protected, and prepared, no matter the status of your relationship. Learn more at SurgeGNR.com. Dell's Black Friday event has arrived, and it's the perfect time to step up your creativity. With incredible savings up to $400 off PCs, it's Dell's biggest sale of the year. Get more into what you're into with the latest XPS and Alienware systems featuring Intel Core processors. Save on top monitors, docks, and accessories, all with free shipping, plus low monthly payments from Dell Preferred Account. Call 800 by dell for Black Friday deals. That's 800 by dell the next film that he's going to make is called Vulcan's Hammer. Mm. So what what it's about is like it's the aftermath of this big war in the galaxy. Mm. And then um, this group called the Unity create this AI to help them run the world and maybe the galaxy. And then that AI starts like, you know, looking at ways to basically fuck them over. It goes Ultron and fucking what's his face? Yeah, two thousand and one on them. Yeah, right. Because that that uh, AI, which is called Vulcan, mm. starts developing policies for the Unity to then sort of um, instate and implement. Yeah, mm. and then it just starts like you know, fucking nailing them. <laughs> Elon talked about this three years ago. <laughs> Maybe from the concept of this book. I think it's a book. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds interesting. Like I saw it was like one person dies, and then the man who created Vulcan's trying to figure out what the fuck happened and all that shit. Yeah. Any money, it's one of those ploys where it's like the man who's trying to find it out, organize the hit, and then he's trying to cover all the shit up. Mm. Actually, uh, quite a good... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I got this shit, man. Writes <laughs> <laughs> <Rides> itself. <laughs> Um, we also have news about the Foo Fighters moving out of the musical fucking audience, moving into the movie audience. Mm. It's, uh, it's in a movie called Studio 666 and it's like a horror movie and it's about them and they go to this mansion in Encino, but it's haunted and they're trying to record their new album and shit's going down. Mm. I'm all about Foo Fighter life anyway. So this sounds fucking (laughs) cool. And all of the band members are coming through as well. Yeah. So it'll be all of them, and they'll be recording there, and then shit starts going down. That's cool. Yeah. It's funny, like, Grohl, Grohl told this story on Deezus and Mero about um, them going to meet Chris Cornell. Mm-hmm. And um, it was him and someone else, and they drove up, and, like, Cornell was living in this mansion just right at the end of the block, <laughs> right? And they drove up, and there's, like, bikes everywhere and whatnot and they said that they're walking up the drive and it's just really fucking creepy (laughs) and then they said like these big fucking doors just opened up by themselves 
and then Cornell struts out and like it's just this white figure, <laughs> right? <laughs> and, like you just look like a vampire and the manager or whoever was with him was like, you just want to get the fuck out of here. No, 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 we got to, we, we, no, it's not, it wasn't, it wasn't Grohl, it was, um, what's his face? One of them. Yeah. He said it was fucking hilarious. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been Cornell with the long hair as well. Yeah. It's like Dracula coming out that fucking door. Yeah, <laughs> man. Hmm. Our next piece of news. Hmm. Leonardo DiCaprio is going to join the dip set. He's going to play uh, Jim Jones in the, in dip the set, biopic. Dip set? Yeah. <laughs> it's unbelievable. <laughs> this is the first white person that's going to play Jim in, in, in God knows how long. I know. He's going to go full method with oh, this man. one, too. Yeah. Has to. He's going to beat Downey. Like, you just can't beat that. <laughs> Walks away with the gold. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, critical occlusions or whatever it's called. He's to play in the trailer. <laughs> oh, man. That'd be odd. Like, it'd literally just be Dipset Anthem that plays. <laughs> but no, he's not, he's not going to play that Jim Jones. He's going to play 60s cult leader jim jones now jim jones is um he was famous because that's where you get the saying don't drink the kool-aid from yeah right mm. so jim jones like he had a a cult of thousands out in i want to say wyoming or somewhere somewhere like that guyana yeah south america south america right um he's famous for I didn't say famous, but yeah, he's, he's infamous, he's infamous. Yeah. For, um, poisoning 988 of his followers, 70% of those followers being kids. Yeah. Yeah. So they, um, yeah, they're, they're making a full on biopic of that, which is crazy. Like, I wish this was DiCaprio's first sort of TV sort yeah. of role, you know what I mean? So we get to spend longer with the character, but Whew, this is um, it's interesting. Yeah, man. Yeah. And they 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 talk about like that one guy Leo Jones or something. Yeah, who was like um, he just took it out of his own like you know authority and volition <laughs> to go to that fucking um yeah. camp and try rescue people. Mm. And then when they tried to make it back to the plane, they got fucking gunned down. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was wild shit. Yeah. Seeing that in a movie. Yeah. Like hopefully that's not the whole premise of the movie, mm. like them trying to get that guy out and then DiCaprio's kind of in the background as the villain more than, than anything. Yeah. Um, because you'd, you'd kind of, I think the meat in that movie is like DiCaprio working his way through all that weird shit. Well, it's, it's him and, I mean, how he gets to that, to that status, like what drives him to create the cult and then yeah. time within the cult and then what happens after. Yeah. Which is, yeah. It's it's just real fucking weird. Poisoning 988 of your followers. Like you're a cult leader, but also a mass murderer. Like it's fucking wild. Yeah. Fuck this shit. Mm. That's scary, man. <laughs> yeah. Like I, for some reason, I kind of get like a, a midsummer vibe from it. Yeah. Um, where it's it's almost like calm and and serene, mm. but on the like un, under the surface, it's you know sinister. Yeah, 
Fucking extremely hell. sinister. My mind just like straight away went to like those eight mile bars. <laughs> <laughs> they picked the right guy for this shit. Though, oh, man. oh yeah. DiCaprio's gonna kill this shit. Yeah. I know this this light work for DiCaprio. <laughs> it's a weekend, work. baby. I <laughs> <laughs> only need one day for shoots. <laughs> be cool if Scorsese was directed this one. Yeah. yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. He'd do this justice. Mm. Um, so Catherine Henwick, yeah. who is in The Matrix 4, talked about what happened when the pandemic forced production to stop. Mm. Um, so everyone was like really disappointed. And then Lana Wachowski was like, we'll see if we ever get this movie made. Maybe not. Maybe we just won't come back. Um, and actually toyed around with the idea of just never finishing the movie. Uh, and it wasn't out of frustration with the, with the studio or like, you know, I don't want to do this anymore, but it was more like it could be like a legendary film that just never got finished. Mm. Warner just probably just went, fuck off, go back to work. Yeah, and Warner said, yeah, well, maybe why don't we get your fucking sister to get come in here and finish the fucking film, mate? <gasps> That's what will happen. She's the brains of the organization. Exactly. <laughs> As if they're going to, like, you know, oh, yeah, that's fine. You you stop shooting. That's all good. We'll just cancel this film. That's fine. <laughs> we'll do, like, one of those searching for Don Quixote fucking making ofs for you. Fuck off, mate. We put $200 million initially. You give me my money back or you finish this fucking movie. <laughs> Warner would literally be like Jimmy choking fucking Artie out. <laughs> give my fucking money. I'm serious. I want my movie today. Yeah. Today. 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 <laughs> fucking all, all the Warner execs are just there pissing themselves laughing like Leonardo when the hairpiece comes off. Badly. <laughs> you know what would happen? Seriously? They'd just be like, hey, Chad, what are you doing? You're shooting second unit for us anyway. You're the you're the director now. <laughs> fuck Lana, them. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you're out. We ousted you. <laughs> they could get anyone they wanted oh, and man. still and still put her name on there. Mm. Yeah. Wild shit. Um, so they they eventually like Lana Wachowski eventually just went. Now nah, we're gonna finish it. And came back. No man. But in that time, like Catherine Henwick was saying, like, like I had trained. For so fucking long mm. to be in this movie. You know what I mean? For her to kind of say, ah, oh, it's going to be a cool legendary film. Like, like. And Henwick still trained during, like, when they stopped productions, whether those three months, she yeah. trained every fucking day. Yeah. So, and fight scenes better be fire. Mm-hmm. Better be. But we don't know. Did, did, did they say anything about Wu Ping's fight team coming back? Or is it just straight 87 11? To be honest, <laughs> same. I am. I really am hoping it's eighty-seven eleven because um, I think we we we've all aged out as a a movie audience out of Wu Ping's choreography. Yeah, out of waifu. Yeah, yeah. If he's gonna do it, like, give me the the hand to hand pause, but like, like, don't do the waifu. Yeah, yeah. Give me Fist of Legend. Don't give me. Yeah. What's his face? Once upon a time in China. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. I don't know, like they'll probably be like grappling in here, considering Keanu like can't yeah. move as like f- fluidly as he used to. He still can move, but more so like it probably cater more towards like him as well as the other actors. E- easier mm. on the body, the old uh, what's his face? 
the grappling and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. The waifu like takes it like takes it out of you. Yeah. Supposedly it's really hard. Because you get yeah. hanging all day. Yeah, you get yoinked around and you still yeah. have to like make all the movements. Just be fucking you'd be sleeping long, man. Yeah. If you could sleep long considering the six day, seven day shoots. Fucking <laughs> yeah. okay, no. Champion. Mm. For our uh, last piece of uh, mm. film news there. So, on top of everything with the Marvel stuff, we have Doctor Strange 2 coming through with apparent extensive reshoots. Now, obviously, every movie does have reshoots at some point in time, if they do. Um, but apparently, these guys are going to like six days a week for three months to try and reshoot a lot of the stuff that's happening yeah. as well. Mm. Um, they didn't go into detail about what the reshoots are going to be. Mm. But my theory was my theory was the Eternals backlash, but then it could be what were you saying about Spider Man as well, Big mm. Dog? Yeah. Yeah. I think what something something's happening in Spider Man that's driven them to be like, Well, it can't be smaller than that when then that film. Our mm. film needs to be bigger than that. It doesn't sound like it's like, you know, that it sounds to me like they're they're reshooting it to make it bigger. Mm. Yeah. That's what it sounds yeah. like to me. Like, okay, well, you know what? This this needs a bigger scale and, you know, here's the money to actually do that. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny, though, but we haven't heard much from Raimi during mm. this production. It's rather quiet. Um, mm. You've heard more from, like, Cumberbatch. Mm. Uh, it's mainly just been Cumberbatch yeah. talking about it. Um, so I, I wonder if, like, they're changing things that Raimi kind of put in place and they just... They weren't feeling it. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they they had a rough cut, put something together. This needs to be bigger. This action scene needs to be bigger. This needs to be bigger here. Like just take yeah. them, take the money, and we'll we'll go reshoot it. Yeah, true. Think, like the biggest thing is how do you top the first strange? Because the action in the first mm. strange was really really good. It yeah. wasn't like big or anything. Well, it was. But it was more so like mind bending, physically bending shit. Mm. Yeah. Like when he's sliding down those stairs and it's all like fucking opening up and closing and he falls through that hole that's like 30 different buildings and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Shit like that. Like, how do you like up the scale, up the ante on that type of shit? Yeah. Because it looks like they're doing something similar in um, No Way Home as well. Yeah. We'll see. I'm not worried about it because mm. it like. This also might be the reason why they push back all those movies yeah. as well, because they're like, "Oh, now we're gonna we're gonna add some stuff mm. in there, and maybe it'll it'll impact like the rest of the phase, yeah, and the multiverse." They like, they Sony might have said, "Well, we're gonna put um the Spider Mans and um Matt Murdock in yeah. what's his face." So then they were like, "Okay, well, we're gonna add some more stuff in." Doctor Strange 2. Maybe yeah. maybe this will be the Scarlet Witch coming through. Mm. If they didn't already have her and shit like that. She's already in there. Yeah, she's already she cast. Yeah. yeah. All right, cool. Because they're, they're saying she might be the main villain as well. Because mm. I feel like if... Because Sp Spider-Man's going to be our first Phase 4, yeah? Uh, I thought, like, Eternals and Shang-Chi. Yeah, Shang-Chi was. Oh, right. And Shang Black Chi, Widow. Shang -Chi, yeah, actually, Black Widow opened the Phase 4. Yeah. Yeah. And this is going to come out before Strange as well, yeah? So maybe yeah. Spider-Man will be the start of the multiverse and then Strange closes it. I thought WandaVision was the start of the multiverse. Yeah, it was. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Because all, all of that, you got to, now you need to take into consideration the TV that we've watched. Mm. Yeah, yeah, true. I mean, the, the stuff that they did in Loki is going to impact. 
Actually, yeah. Loki is a, the real start of the multiverse. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And maybe Spider-Man's the middle where shit just gets fucking rowdy. Yeah. And then Strange will close all that shit off, if it does get closed off. As yeah. I doubt it will. I'm expecting, like, the Spider-Verse ending where they all go back to their fucking places. Yeah. But, I, like, I'm pretty sure some of them, some of the characters will stay in, like, the whatever universe. Yeah. So that they can still use them. I'm excited, man. Sorry. Yeah. There'll probably be those moments in Spider-Man where they'll see, like, the benefits of staying in, in certain universes. Yeah. This is the one where Emma Stone doesn't die. This is the one where I stay married to MJ and shit like that. Mm. And they'll have that that internal turmoil about having to actually go back to their real place. Yeah. Emma Stone confirmed, though, that she's not in the Spider-Man movie. Mm. She's dead. How can she come back? What's-his-face confirmed it as well. Andrew Garfield confirmed it. He still says, I am not in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they probably got NDAs out the arsehole for this shit. Probably, though, man. yeah. yeah. We'll but sue you into the ground, <laughs> Feige's just there with a gun. <laughs> yeah. What's his face? He, in some recent, like, he, he was there promoting something, and some guy was like, are we going to see you in, in the new Spider-Man? And he just turned around and said, we'll see. And they just continued <laughs> walking. <laughs> For some reason, every time I see him having that conversation with Feige in Feige's office, it's just the Chappelle show where the guy puts his foot up on the desk. <laughs> 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 you know some people like on Twitter they call him Kevin 5G <laughs> Five okay. I love it and that's it for film news this week that's yep. it alright there Bado it is time to fan the hammer alright so we got our first fire bright photos Miss um, Marvel is now going to hit in Q4 of 2022. Um, the Luther film, thank fuck, has started filming. Uh, Prey, which is the uh, prequel to Predator, um, sets a date. It's coming to streamers on Hulu and Star for the rest of the world. Um, Shazad Latif is going to play Nemo in the new Disney Disney Nemo film, Fire. Dune, thank fuck, part two, is going to start filming in July. Um, we've got the first uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, um, first photos from Guardians of the Galaxy, and Stallone is has confirmed that he's coming back. Um, Rogue Squadron from... Uh... Light up the holidays with a gift from Shane Company. A crescent moon pendant necklace with an ice blue sapphire because you're over the moon about her. An amazing tennis necklace made with hand-matched diamonds that sparkle from across the room. Because this year, you want to give her something truly spectacular. Classic drop earrings with cultured pearls to play up her glamorous style. Come to Shane Company for the broadest selection of fine jewelry designed by us. We have gifts in every price range. One of my favorites is our snowflake diamond pendant for $285. Here's an idea. Also get her the matching snowflake diamond ring and make it a set. She'll be twice as delighted. Visit our store or check out our online gift guide for memorable holiday gifts that'll be treasured for a lifetime. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business, Shane Company and ShaneCo.com. Status is important to all of us. Particularly, your HIV status can influence your health and well-being. Do you know your status? 
Surge GNR can help with free HIV testing, at-home testing, condoms by mail subscriptions, and prescriptions for medications that can protect you from contracting HIV, known as PrEP. Stay healthy, protected, and prepared, no matter the status of your relationship. Learn more at SurgeGNR.com. Patty. Yeah, Patty Jenkins has been delayed by four months, which is fine. Uh, <laughs> Regina Hall, is um, she's going to star in the new uh, Midnight Run sequel, they've said. It's not a prequel or anything, it's a sequel. John Wick 4, a um, possible title that we're seeing is Hagakuri. Um, what else is there? Tom Hardy and Channing Tatum are going to star in this uh, Afghanistan evac movie, mm. which sounds pretty cool. Patrick Hughes has set his new film called War Machine. Uh, Chloe Zhao is at the top of Feige's list for his um his Star Wars film, which would be very very cool. Mm. Um, so Transformers: Rise of the Beasts <laughs> has been delayed until 2023. Um, Star Trek Four is going to take Rogue Squadron's place from uh, from Patty. Uh, so there's supposedly a Roadhouse remake with the fake fucking Dalton, <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, yeah, John Chu is going to direct Oh the Places You'll Go. Um, MGM has got the rights to that uh, Momoa and uh, Bautista film. So mm. I'm really, really excited for that one. Uh, Unity, which you'll see sometimes when you're playing games, um, has just acquired Weta's visual effects for $1.6 billion. <laughs> Yep. And One Piece sets its cast. Hmm. Yeah. Very good. That's it. That's all that is fanning the hammer. Very good there, BD. Thank you. All right, got a few trailers, just a few, mm. which is quite good. Uh, so the first one there was Being the Ricardos with Nicole Kidman and, and uh, Javier Bardem, mm-hmm. uh, which looks all right. So this one expanded on the last trailer where the last trailer kind of kept Nicole Kidman's appearance as a bit of a secret. Yeah, as Lucy. Mm-hmm. This yeah. one like really throws you into the to- turmoil that they're going through. Oh, so. Man. Like there's a lot of drama in this one fucking week. And yeah. like that is uh, Lucille Ball... Uh, she's been outed as a commie mm. during uh, the time when it was like Cuban Missile Crisis and and communism. They were fighting against it. Yeah, and um, the Cold War was on. Mm-hmm. Um, they uh, there's also reports of Desi Arnaz uh, cheating on Lucille Ball. Yeah, and that the shit with um, uh, that uh, their relationship there mm-hmm. going through that. And then, like, Lucille Ball, like, all this is, like, boiling over and she's unable to perform on camera. Yeah. So it's, they're at risk of also losing the show, too. Um, we also got, like, really good looks at J.K. Simmons, mm. uh, which I had not seen before. Um, and it's funny because they are going to show you, all right, this is them on camera, and then when they're off camera, they're completely different. Yeah. Because Desi looks like he was, like, a fucking wild man. Yeah. He was a wild boy. Um, Desi Arnaz. And, and J.K. Simmons' uh, character looks like he's he's kind of like that nonplussed when he gets off. Mm. He's like, what is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it it looks good. It looks quality. It does look quality. It's um, Sorkin, so, you know. Yeah. There was no room for um, improvisation there. It was just <laughs> read the fucking script. Read the ums, read the ahs. Yeah. <laughs> 
just get it the fuck over with. <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg, there's too many arms and arse in there. That's not like Pete Davidson laughing. <laughs> but I'm excited for this, man. It looks same, good. It comes out on your same. birthday there. It does. At the movies on my birthday. Yeah. Yes, sir. Amazon Prime, December 21st. <laughs> be there. Yeah. Or B square or rectangle. <laughs> the box. <laughs> that shit always blows my mind when you think of a B there or B square because you're not around. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was like square, like you're square, man. <laughs> Uma, Uma always does it. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. What's this face? We got our, our first trailer for Netflix's VOIR. V O I R. Right. So this is about, um, it's always about filmmaking and how, you know, filmmakers and it, it seems like they're they're introducing uh reviewers as well because mm. uh drew mcqueenie's up, up in here and yeah that's my guy yeah but yeah this this looks really good as well it's got that uh the what's it called sideways remember the, the documentary that keanu did oh yeah, yeah yeah it's got that sort of feel to it yeah 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 it's really cool like it I don't know. They didn't show any actors or, no. or directors or anything like that. But it's people talking about the perception of the movies as yeah. well. And how and it, it impacted them. And, yeah. yeah. I was like, I was just very curious about the fucking name. So I just big did like Google defines on it yeah. just to see what it's about. Of voir dire is like when you take all the evidence accounted for and you make a predetermination before court. So I don't know if that relates to this. And like, they're just taking everything from a movie and trying to like, categorize or mm. if it's just the discussion of film mm. damn it looks good though man yeah. it looks really good looks I, really I good. like these um journeys through film uh and and how like introspective they can be because it's people's perception of yeah. film yeah so it's not just like this is black and this is white it's just straight yeah like this is how yeah. i feel about it yeah. you yeah. get more feeling than yeah, yeah. yeah. analytics really mm. yeah yeah I that's, like that. And that's like the beauty of like movies and music as well. Because people feel different things for the one thing, you get all these conversations that come out and it's just perspective everywhere. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's fucking cool. Someone can hate one thing, I can love another, but they're wrong. <laughs> Not everyone can have good taste. <laughs> uh, sh- shit, sorry. I was looking at that Google search. My bad. Uh, we got the trailer for Come On, Come On. Yeah. Joaquin trailer Finn. too. Yeah. Mm. Fuck, this looks good, man. Mm. This that father-son bond- bonding shit. Giving me some chef vibes there as well. And him trying to, like, you know, get real with his son. Like, learn how to be a father and things like that. And moving forward. His nephew. See, that? yeah, nephew, that's, that's, that's how I take it. Like, But it, it's cool because he's still going through that same, like, um, learning curve like a father and son. Yeah. yeah. Um, the thing that fucked me up was when he was sitting there and he's like trying to have that conversation with his son. And his son's like, you have no, sorry, his nephew's like, you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. 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 It was so cool though, man. And it's all shot in black and white as well. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. This looks good, man. Yeah. It's like, like another Oscar for, for walking. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. This guy just delivers the goods every time. Yeah. He doesn't choose anything shit. That's why as soon as they said, oh, okay, Joaquin is going to be Joker, I knew. We knew what we were going to get. Yeah. Oh, like, man. it's not, okay, it was just Todd, Todd Phillips. No, it's because you've got him there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, perfect. Different pedigree, man. Yeah. Yeah. Just elevates the movie. Yeah. yeah. Every time I see the title, though, I, I hear it in Buster's voice. Come oh, on, really? Come on. Come on. Uh, <laughs> place I hear the, the start of Rescue Me. Yeah. The Von Bondies. Come Bondis. on. Come yeah. on. Come on. All right. <laughs> the last trailer there was Baymax, um, which looks good. Like, it's that. That Baymax comedy where he's just slow, but he's so helpful. Mm. <laughs> like, uh, and people's frustrations around him is just like over the top. Mm. Where is the kid, though? Uh, I don't know, but you've seen the mother there. Yeah. Well, with the, the dump truck ass. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, yeah, the aunt. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, that, that, cool. that, that aunt did have a dumper on her. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it looks like, um, what's his name? Is it Hero? Mm. Yeah, because he was a prodigy. He's probably oh, yeah. doing superhero shit anyway. He's gone to university or college now. He's at, I that, think, he's at, the, at the end. He gets accepted into that college. Yeah. yeah. So he, I think he actually like fucking says bye to Baymax at the end of Big Hero 6 as well. And that's why Baymax is doing his, his own hero ting now. He's doing Baymax tings. <laughs> Slaymax now. <laughs> I like it, man. It looks good. Like, the quality of these shows that are coming out on Disney Plus mm. fucking unbelievable. Yeah. Like, we, we couldn't get shit like this back in the day at all. Know. Like, it would be hand-drawn, which I love, but, like, there's a certain cinematic quality to these shows. The The problem with those shows was, it's I, I, I love hand-drawn, don't get yeah. me wrong, yeah. but when you go from a movie that was a Pixar movie that was CG to a hand-drawn show, like, you can see the quality drop. Yeah, and yeah, that, yeah, that was just yeah. It it would be like if they because the start of Toy Story four is some of the best animation I've ever fucking seen when they rescue fucking yeah in the rain yeah yeah beautiful. Now, if they were just like Toy Story five's coming out, you know, and we're getting some unknowns to hand draw it for <laughs> us, it's just going to be animated but not CG. <laughs> I'd throw my phone at the fucking wall. <laughs> I'd be up in arms, man. Until they saw what, what Pixar was doing, that movie was going to be hand-drawn. Fuck. There's, there's in the making of, you can see them hand-drawing them and then being like, well, we can do this in a computer if you want. And this is what it looks like. It would have been a different movie. The, the feel would have changed. Because that would have been like, you know... The first time, not well, one of the first times where they're like, this is what we're going to do. And then you see Woody and CG. Someone would have had that Tenshu what when you get discovered. What? <laughs> <laughs> Someone would have had an aneurysm. Like that, that shit was crazy. Mind blowing when it first came out. Badly. They would have burnt all those fucking drawings. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm out of a job. <laughs> they, they need that for reference. Burn it all. <laughs> <laughs> Leo DiCaprio. <laughs> Mike fucking Lewis. <laughs> Can you do anything about that heat? Rick. It's fucking three. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. And that was all the trailers. Yeah. That was it. Quick one this week. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I like it. Skewed. All right. On to entertainment news mm. there. So our only piece of entertainment news this week. It's a saddie. Yeah, it's yeah. very sad. We we end on a light note. So rest in peace, uh, Dean Stockwell. Yeah. So Dean Stockwell is a legend. Mm. He was in damn near everything. Yep. And his career spans, God, decades. 70 years. Decades. It's unreal. 
nearly a century he's been in the business. In the business, a century. Yeah. Fuck. That's unreal. So Dean was how old? 85. Yep. When he passed. Yeah. Um, they didn't say what it was, though, wait. Uh, no, he just passed he just silently passed. in his yeah. sleep. Yeah. In his sleep. So everyone wants to go. So you, you might know Dean as one of the players in Dune, the original David Lynch. The original Dr. Uh, Yui. Yeah. Dr. Huey, that bastard. Traitorous bastard. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was, he was uh, I think his name is Charles something in Beverly Hills Cop 2. Yep. Yeah. He ultimately gets killed by Bridget Nielsen mm-hmm. in that movie. But he's been in everything. I mean, the, the Deep Space Nine, he was in that. Like in everything this guy's been in, man. Babylon 5. Babylon 5. He's, he's just had, like, his career is just so... All over the place. Like yeah. It's just, he's done it. literally done everything. Yeah, man. I've done it all. And, um, like, he started as a child actor. Yeah. And he did it right. Like, he didn't, like, go off the rails. See some of these guys now are coming up for, like, pedophilia charges. Yeah. Wild shit. Yeah. This guy kept on the straight and narrow. Yeah. And actually had a career of longevity. Yeah. Like, he had a good ride, man. Really good ride. Yeah. Sad. It's sad, um, and I'm finding there's a lot of uh, more senior actors passing away in the 80s. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Dean Stockwell, like, he's just a legend. Yeah, but that, I mean, that that's what we want to see. Yeah. Like, I'd prefer an actor have longevity and live until they're 80. Yeah. yeah. I don't mm. want a, another 24 club. No, I mean, yeah. like, I don't want any of that stuff. Like, it, that's that's what we had was enough for us. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, especially when they're on the rise, man. Like Anton Yelchin had such a good trajectory, and then everything happened. Yeah, yeah, it was the worst. Yeah, and Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain changed music how we knew it. Yeah, Amy uh, Winehouse, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, uh, Tom Morello was telling a story, right, and he was like. Because he was from, he's from New York. He went out to um, wherever they're from, uh, Nirvana's from. What's this for? Seattle. Seattle. And he had his band and everything. And um, they heard, what's his face? They heard Nevermind for the first time. And they were like, no, nah, we're canceling everything. <laughs> we, can't, we can't do this now. Like everything has changed now. The conditions that they recorded Nevermind in are fucked. Like, they lived, um, Dave Grohl says, it looked like Whitney Houston's bathroom turned upside down. Jesus. That's how it looked. Like, that's where they created the songs. Because mm. he was sleeping on the couch at the time <laughs> in yeah. Kurt's place. Yeah. Um, but they recorded it in, like, this dingy barn. They put it together before moving to, like, an actual studio. Crazy. You, do you guys hear about the, the Nevermind baby? Yeah. <sighs> Don't sue the band. Sue your fucking mom, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Who pimped you out. Who pimped you out. And She's this, the one that signed off on it as well. Yeah. Mate, and they then, had nothing to do with it. This is the same guy who recreated the photos as he got older as well. I'm like, ew. Yeah. Not naked. He, All right. He was in bodies, but like, yeah, right. shout out to Billabong. But like, <laughs> <laughs> Still, it's a pillar dog. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. It's just silly shit with that, man. 
I read that and just like just saw red. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I know. It's like how much more money can I extort out of everyone? Badly. <sighs> That's all the news this week. That's yeah. Actually, rest in peace to Dean Stockwell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our condolences to your family, friends, and fans out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we wish you all the best in this this really trying time. And yeah. thank you. Thank you yeah. for all the content. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mm. Hell yeah. All right. That is a wrap, my friends. That's it. Um, we will be back next week, Monday, as usual. Same time, same bat channel. Mm-hmm. Um, catch us on all social media, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff. Uh, check us out on YouTube under Logosmith Media. Also check us out on Spreaker, um, where we host a podcast under Logosmith Media. Like, subscribe, follow, send us a message, comment. Yeah. Fuck, I don't know. What else can you do? I don't know. If you send us a telegram. Fist bump me if you see us on the stream. <laughs> Smoke signals. <laughs> Pigeons. <laughs> Bat signal. Yeah. Send a fucking raven. That, that's what we want. Yeah. yeah. I actually do want the raven. Same. Yeah. Message out. <laughs> <laughs> no glove slaps. <laughs> All right. Uh, love yourself and love movies. Mm-hmm. Vape more, smoke less, and uh, wash your ass. Just what I The holidays are doubly important this year, so make your celebrations doubly special. At Kroger, we've got a huge selection of high-quality meats on top of fresh, natural produce, like fresh, never-frozen prime-grade beef and our Simple Truth organic Brussels sprouts, or delicious king crab legs with our private selection gourmet potatoes. Had to say that doubly fast. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And now you'll find more ways to save on your favorites. When you download digital coupons, you can use up to five times in one transaction. Kroger, fresh for everyone. episode please leave us a review on itunes from one amazing tune to the other It is the Riot Podcast. Good day and welcome to the Monday edition. Although I keep seeing people text in and say they're way behind. So who knows when you're listening. <laughs> yeah. I know. It really depends. Some of you guys stay right on top of it and others, we, you, you come back and like it seems like you catch up for a month or so. Mm-hmm. Well, it shows why it's so important for us to talk about like the daily topical news. Yeah. Because if we talked about stuff from a couple of weeks ago, then by the time you listening in the podcast, it'd be like months old. <laughs> so, you'd be so far behind. Yeah, huh? you'd really be out of touch. Well, it is hard, too, because you guys text us a lot, you know, commenting about something you heard in the podcast. And it's really hard to jog your memory. Yeah. of Like, when did we talk about yeah. that or what? What are they so, talking about? Like, yeah. what is this? It's weird, I said though, that. Because, <laughs> because we'll have things like today. We talk about uh, rentahitman.com. Mm-hmm. And that's one where I put that in. It sounded vaguely familiar to me, but as soon as I show Nikki, she's like, oh, yeah, I remember that happened last year. Didn't I we already remember. talk about this? Yeah. So sometimes, there, in other words, we talk about so many things. 
sometimes you guys will text in and uh, a couple days afterwards and be like, oh, what what the heck is up with that? And we'll, we won't even remember what you're we'll talking like, about. Yeah, we but you know. talk about a hitman sure story either. from a year ago, and Nikki's like, oh yeah, I remember, I remember that one. Yeah. Well, here is a new set of stories and uh, conversations mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that we'll also have a hard time remembering uh-huh. yeah. as we uh, you know add it to the list of podcasts. It'll be, Topics. It'd be a good thing to do. Somebody should text in and just be like, remember that thing you talked about on the podcast and just make it totally up. Uh, it's hard when people do that in person because <laughs> yeah. then they're yes. looking at you and they you're like, oh, don't make a blank face. Like, yeah. I can't remember anything. I know. <laughs> we just have to have a stock. Oh, yeah, yeah that was crazy. That was so wild. Yeah. It, was so, it was so funny you when you said it? that. Let Can me you? go to my Google Drive. And yeah, let me see what this uh, article said here that I was uh, giving you factual it? knowledge on. What's the uh, what's the items we've chosen for the day? Yeah. yeah. So today, I think this, this story is interesting because this is where... I think I am very different probably from you two, where restaurants are now pushing us to order from kiosks, which mm. I hate. You do? Oh, I hate the kiosks too. Okay, good. Thank you. I didn't want to sound like an old man I, when we were talking about it. Come on, get with it, guys. I just, I want to be able to like tell my order oh, no. to a person. Let me, no. let me ask you this, Isaiah, because I think you'll be sympathetic to me on this. When you walk in, Wendy's is the worst offender. You go into some Wendy's. They have the kiosks like out in the back by the fireplace. Mm-hmm. Oh no, they're by the bathrooms. They also, yeah. <laughs> you walk up to the counter where you would order with a person, mm-hmm. and they have a giant screen yes. in front there. They want you to order, and you have to be like, M to get somebody to come over. I'd like you to take my order, please. That is egregious. I just hate that if I order at the kiosk, like it's me versus the computer. So if they mess it up, it's like, oh, it must have been me. But if it's a person, I can be like, you know I told you that. Like, you know I said that. I wanted it plain, and I don't get it plain. It's on you. It's on you. Liz, I went to McDonald's over the weekend because I wanted a Big Mac, and so I got it. And, like, it was a mess. They didn't have enough workers to have, like, the money window open. Oh, yeah. And I got to the second window. I handed my money. The lady just kind of stared there for a moment. <laughs> and then she went to go, like, she shut the window and get the stuff. Mm-hmm. And then she came back out and had to double check which one was mine. Then she uh, asked me how much money I gave her. Oh, she no. didn't even remember. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then she. $100. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, she gave me a drink then because I had to remind her I also ordered a drink. And the ice was all melted. I think it had been sitting there uh, like from several orders yeah. before like it is a mess if you're going through any place right now yeah so totally a kiosk did. will at least take some of the stress well, off. well wait a minute one more thing on mm-hmm. these kiosks you know the kiosk does the exact same thing as the mobile app uh you yeah. can order online so why even need the kiosk just say order on your phone you we could, don't need but we don't need they said it's saving money on having workers because we can just pay a monthly thing for this I kiosk bet you just don't even put the kiosk in you save even more money no there's some legality where you have to have someone cuz what if your phone is is out of this or like yeah. you're, and you, you don't go have talk a to phone. a person they don't want to have anybody there I don't want to talk to a computer. <laughs> I don't want to. Talk I don't want the computer. Not, I don't want the machine. Old. Oh my god! I'm not that old. I've had a smartphone my entire life. Uh, well, uh, you're not embracing it. I all. was born at long after computers were invented. I just want every once in a while to talk to a well, person. You guys listen and um, and tell us what you think too. <laughs> we also discuss um, just the unintelligence of children. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I'm starting to get kind of twisted on the story because maybe, because I think just children are menaces. Like, I know they're just little gremlins. They're the worst. I think maybe they're just putting up a front on us. They're a lot smarter than maybe we think they are, and they're trying to play this off. They're throwing us for a loop. Exactly, as if they don't know what's going on so they can keep their little schemes up, you know? Well, if you ever watch, like, shows uh, made for children, it's always like they're trying to overthrow adults, right? So maybe they're really a lot smarter than we let on. As Isaiah is saying, Menace. and they're trying to, it's all part of a big, long scheme to overthrow us. But the problem is, once the scheme ever comes to fruit, the kids that were plotting it are grown-ups. They're yeah, grown-ups so they're too big. Yeah. <laughs> That's why it never happens. They need oh to have a shorter-term ter- scheme worked out. <laughs> yeah, we talked about that. We also talked about um, just the friendship in here. Aww. It's just been so crucially broken. You can feel it, right? You can cut it with the a The tension knife. now mm-hmm. in here is just unreal. Yeah. You wouldn't believe it. Uh, there's nothing else to say because I don't want to spoil, spoil it. No, I will tell you this though. It is funny because Isaiah, you're only 23. Yeah. But now that something has happened, you you look back to being 23. Yes. <laughs> if, that. if that. If that. If that. You're now looking younger. I love it. I look so good. Enjoy again. the podcast and uh, thank you guys for um, enjoying or listening <laughs> <laughs> to what we have. And make sure you text and say hi at eight seven seven two Radio U. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Hudson, Nikki, The Riot, on Radio U. Did anyone watch any uh, Dwayne of the Rock Johnson movies over the weekend? Because I know Red Notice came out. You're right. That's the Netflix one with him and Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot. Thank you to the TikTok that spoiled something that was in the movie. It did? I don't know if I feel like I need to watch it. Did you uh, experience this every time I opened TikTok over the weekend? Every single time. It was the same ad where Dwayne the Rock Johnson starts off saying, uh, this, uh, I don't even We're know what he started off saying, but I'm making the per- uh, ultimate trailer. And yep. then I skipped through it as soon as that's as fast as it would let me go to whatever the next thing is. I don't know what he does after that. It was a every big single time. Mm-hmm. And uh, it didn't help. I didn't watch Red Notice, but maybe some did. Uh, also, Jungle Cruise dropped on Disney Plus, which I know I said I would watch and. Guess what I didn't do? You didn't watch it yet? Didn't well, watch I mean, Cruise. this is just the first weekend. It doesn't That's mean you right. failed it. You got there's, plenty of time. There's time. I only <laughs> missed it in theaters. I, it's not even one I, like, I feel a responsibility to watch. It's just the type of movie you think eventually you'll probably wind up getting around to. But I haven't gotten around to it. Well, thanks to Sam for texting in. Said he watched Jungle Cruise on Disney Plus last night. Hey, it was awesome. Good so, for you getting stuff done. That was, look at that. Yeah. You're, you're watching a movie. Uh-huh. You're, getting, you're getting things off your queue. And I'd Very like good. to think we played a part in that by <laughs> reminding Sam that it came out on Friday if he was listening. But if anybody watched Red Notice, like tell us what you thought of that one. Yeah. Well, now if you watch uh, a movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, you might have to watch it in a whole new light. I don't think... I'm going to be able to get this out of my mind. But he confirmed in a recent interview uh, something that originally was uh, found out in 2017. Mm -hmm. He confirmed Mm -hmm. that when he works out, he pees in water bottles. He does? He does. It's true. That's been a much talked about rumor for Uh many years. So he says yes. Now, it's weird until you hear the reason. And then it's a tiny bit better. No, it's not. He said that where he works out, there's no bathrooms. Uh I think he travels like with a a pretty big massive tent, like Uh his own workout thing. And then that kind of goes around with him. 
but they don't have a bathroom with it. Well, so just walk outside then. He reuses water bottles <laughs> and then, you know, recycles or throws them out afterwards. Because like- he has to go to the bathroom several times during a training thing. Sure. Because he hydrates way more yeah. than we do. We're over here just trying to get through like one water, water bottle. bottle. <laughs> And he's got, uh, when you're working out like that, you got to stay hydrated. He does. But his, uh, he says, okay, so he goes, the the headline is true. I do pee in water bottles, but he wants to give context. So he says, it's not a water bottle that I've actually purposed solely for water that you wash and you clean when you're done using it. It wouldn't These be. These are just bottles I'm no longer using. It wouldn't That's be. That's not what I take issue with. <laughs> like our Radio U water bottle? Oh, like- yeah. This one right here, uh-huh. it's not that. It would just be a plastic water bottle, like a disposable one. That doesn't make it better. That's not That's not the thing I had a problem with. Just say he's peeing in water bottles? Yeah. What? <laughs> I, I guess that doesn't phase me as if much. You're we've the, been, listen we've to been me. around a lot of band members and a lot of tours <laughs> and a lot of things. And it's I think still gross. It is gross. I mean, hey, we've all been there, but, it, <laughs> no. but not, routinely. <laughs> not routinely. Not routinely over and over again, especially when you're The Rock. Nikki, you're saying he travels around. He's got a setup. We'll make a bathroom a part of the setup. I agree, but that takes plumbing. That's different. No, just get like a, a tent, uh, like a... You know, all kinds of people go camping and they figure it out. You dig a <laughs> hole, something, you can find uh, a different option than going in a water bottle. See, I think he works out way harder than we've ever experienced, ever would dream of working out. Uh-huh. So we don't even know. So we can't even set down the weights? I don't know what that's like. And to me, it's probably weird because that means he pees in a bottle several times during a workout. Yeah. Is that one bottle? He, Is that many? If he has to go dump it out, then he might as well just go to the bathroom. I don't know. If he dumps it out, I don't know what he does with it. Or is it a really big bottle? That's what I don't know. I don't know. I I let let's just have this be his his thing. This is his little quirk that he has. It's setting uh even if it is, let's say it's his uh secret to working out. That's a a bad precedent to set for the rest of us. Because who doesn't want to look like the rock, right? So if his secret is I get so into my workouts that I have to pee in a water bottle because I can't go to the bathroom because well, no I can't lose him. lose whatever I'm doing here. Then, look, people can't even be trusted in the gym to wipe stuff down. <laughs> you are going to start saying, I got to pee in a water bottle. I want to be like The Rock. But remember. We can't do this. It's his gym. If you missed out on the next riot moment when it originally aired, you don't know how lucky you are. You're listening to the worst of the riot. How do you feel about digital ordering kiosks, the interactive ordering screens at restaurants? What do you think about that? It's like a game at your table. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, what am I going to order? Man, that's... (laughs) That's something I haven't thought about in a while. Well, if you some go to, of them have games on if them. If you go to the Olive Garden, and mm-hmm. uh, I just haven't been to any restaurant like that in so long, but you're right, where they try to get you to play Candy Crush at the table or whatever, Hell as is. if we all don't have phones to do that on already. It is easier because then you can order, you can pay, you can do that stuff. And then like for fast food, if you go in, there's tons of kiosks. Yeah. And then so, also at some, when you go through the drive through you can enter it in yourself too. I've never seen that. That one's nice. Uh, but there. The headline here is that because of the labor shortage, now uh, fast food restaurants particularly are looking uh, even more to the digital ordering kiosks. Apparently, uh, like one of the companies... 
that makes them. It's called Grubber, which is, it's a horrible name. It's G R U B B R R. What are we doing? Listen, it's only the name. Like you won't have to yeah. interact with the name yeah. if you're using it. Uh, but they say restaurants are able to still take orders that they're cheaper than hiring a physical person to do the mm-hmm. job. And more places are uh, moving to that yeah. than having workers. And what's funny is. Uh, like they it's cheaper than hiring a worker a few years ago that was something people were upset about it's like oh the the <laughs> digital kiosks are taking away are taking our jobs job. now. and now it's like can someone just please take my order i'll let it be a screen i'll go in and, and write down my own order if yeah. i have to but they say the kiosks usually cost about twenty five hundred dollars and it's about two hundred dollars a month for software so it can save a restaurant around six thousand a month on labor costs so mm-hmm. that is something that you'll see more and more now fast food restaurants yeah utilize uh even through drive throughs and stuff now i know that they're saying this but uh, have you experienced that one uh to be able to use a digital ordering kiosk i guess you say you've seen some in drive throughs i've never seen that mm-hmm. But so to get to the ones in the store, yeah, they need to allow you to go in the store. That's different. And, you got to uh, go in. And around here, at least, they don't really allow that. <laughs> well, a lot of places are closed inside. Yeah. Uh, but if you can, this says that if you go in and order from a kiosk, mm-hmm. you're 12 to 22 percent. Uh, you're ordering that much more in food uh-huh. at digital kiosks because there's no one there to feel ashamed. Do you really? When taking your order, have you never had that feeling? No. Oh, no? I, I've never. Uh, usually when I go to a fast food restaurant, I have a plan. Well, any restaurant, period. Yeah. So if no because one's there. We look at the menus before we go, no matter whether it's fast food that we've been to a million times mm-hmm. or whether it's somewhere completely brand new. We always look at the menu. So, yeah, I always have a plan. I am never, it doesn't matter what the person is looking at me. I've already decided uh, that I'm comfortable with whatever I'm ordering, and that's all I need. Oh, no, not for me. I'd be like, hey, at McDonald's, you're like, I can have a sandwich and a few nuggets, too. <laughs> Like, of course it will. No one's that there to tell you. That never even crosses my mind. Uh, I, I'm not the only one because it says with this that you're more likely to order more stuff if no one's there to take your yeah, order. Yeah, I guess so. If you're doing it in your own private order, <laughs> then it's fine. I'm j- I might be more likely to do the customizations mm-hmm. where it's just like, uh, y- you know what? I don't need all those vegetables on there. But the truth is I'm probably just doing that anyways as well because I've I've come to accept what do I care what the McDonald's worker thinks if I don't put lettuce on my burger. You don't care at Who all. Who are they to judge? Well, but, at this point, um, there's no one to even take the orders. Yeah. So we have a real shortage, at least in our area, Would where you, they're not even opening. You so. know, the real irony, though, is speaking of McDonald's, I don't know if it's every McDonald's, but if you go into the McDonald's that's closest to me. Mm-hmm. You go in, it's one of the few fast food places you actually can go in, and they have the digital kiosks. Yeah. The digital kiosks say, you, we don't, uh, please go to the register. <laughs> it's not turned <laughs> on. Not working. It just plays a loop of like a McCafe coffee pouring and some fries falling on a plate. Well, something's and broken. And then it says, uh, <laughs> go to the, go to the front. They never have them turned on. I love it. They're like, no, actually, could you just go around to the drive-thru yeah, and just go outside? Right. <laughs> we spent all these money on these, and they're not even doing anything Aww. for us. Much like our actual employees. Just, all right. just kidding, McDonald's employees. <laughs> just please make my fries. Yeah! <laughs> you were one of the lucky few who missed the riot when they were live. 
Yet here you are. I also like to live dangerously. This is the worst of the Riot Podcast. Did anybody else get anything done over the weekend? Did anybody have a eventful, like you got all your stuff done? Yeah. <laughs> Did you do, uh, like, check off a to-do list or just have something fun go on? Because for, uh, I don't know about you, Nikki, but for me... I got the Christmas lights up like I like I promised. We did it. Yeah, we're leading the way. We said we were going to on Friday and we did it over the weekend. Yeah, now this this might be slightly embarrassing. So I set up the lights uh, almost entirely on Saturday. I had a few things I had to run out and get yesterday after I, you know, had the initial setup. There's always a few things and it's still a work in progress. But that's why I like to set up this weekend so that. You know, by Thanksgiving, everything will be in order, and then you can just enjoy it all the way till Christmas. Uh, But I, the embarrassing part is, I didn't leave the house after the sun went down either (laughs) Saturday or Sunday. Sure. So I don't know what the rest of the neighborhood is really looking like as far as Christmas lights go. But uh, I know from where from where I sit. I don't see any other houses that are lit up yet. I'm leading the way That's in my good. neighborhood. But was, they're, they're there. They're good to go. I was very happy. I also did not go out during evening hours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and so I didn't know, but I turned mine on starting Friday night. Uh-huh. I was like, I don't care. I'm having Christmas lights yep. on. We're just going to do it. And when I came into work this morning, because I normally leave my lights off in the morning hours. Yeah, I have mine set to uh, a timer. But I saw uh, two or three other houses on the way outside of my neighborhood that had their Christmas lights on Whoa, even in the morning time. Yeah. Oh like, man, they must have money to spend. Who can afford to light your yeah. house the whole night? Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was nice to see, so I I was glad they did that. Yeah. I was like maybe I should. <laughs> you're not alone. You're you're leading the way. In a way, it, it, we should have them on in the morning cuz then we would get to enjoy them when we leave for work. But if you time it just right, you only have to turn them on for like 10 minutes. <laughs> If you put it around <laughs> right. the time that you uh-huh, leave, uh-huh. and your neighbors are like, why do the Christmas lights come on for 10 minutes yeah. so early in the morning? <laughs> and it's like that scene in uh, Christmas Vacation where, you know, the lights turn off, they're turning off and on, but every time they turn on, it's so bright. <laughs> the whole neighborhood is like basically awoken. That's that's how to be at my house. That's it. I'd be waking up the neighbors across the street. Well, you did a good job with your lights if that's what's going on. Yeah, no, so they look good. If anybody else spent the time over the weekend, uh, we are, at least the riot, we are full on ready to go for Christmas. Did you do anything else? Did you get anything else? No, nah, I mean, I did the inside lights. Uh-huh. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I say I. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of pointed where they go. Oh, yeah. And I put the ornaments on the tree. Queen that Nikki. Was it. That was about it. But yeah, Eric has it all set up to where for our Google Home, uh-huh. you just say turn on Christmas, and it turns on all of our Christmas lights inside. Oh, wow. And then when you're done, you're like, turn off Christmas, and that's it. Nice. Turns it off each night. So uh, I, I didn't do the inside yet, mm-hmm. but I was going to say uh, two things in regards to I, I looked for your little Debbie when I went out, your little Debbie Christmas tree cake ice cream for us yeah, to get we, more of that. We enjoyed last week. It was gone. It sold out everywhere. Yeah. We really didn't help our case because we're telling you guys to go try yeah. it. Yeah. And, so you guys and are saying, I don't know if this is going to be around because <laughs> it's so good. And then guess what? What? We're, well, I mean, we're feeding, feeding the machine, feeding mm-hmm. the beast of not being able to get the ice cream that we crave. So I didn't bring any for you, but I wanted to let everyone know I tried uh, the Baconalia pizza or whatever it is, you know, like the one at Papa John's where they have the whole strips of bacon. You did? Yeah. And 
It's basically just a regular pizza. Look at that. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you had an eventful weekend there. Yeah, I did. Well, that was celebrating. Yeah, pizza. You, know? you uh-huh. got to put your Christmas lights up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, yeah. that's how, that's as hard as we party right yeah, there. Yeah, that's it. We had a good time. Why pay for so many streaming services that you don't really care about? When you can not really care about the riot for free. Radio U. Uh, did you have tall Zoom energy? Uh, is that like, can I have energy during a meeting <laughs> on a Zoom call or what's tall mean? Uh, uh, like physically tall. Oh, like, do you put off tall energy? Do you seem oh. to be tall in your video chat calls? Well, I am taller in real life, so I guess maybe, yeah, probably. Yeah, you think? Do I have tall Zoom energy? I hate Zooming. Like, I just... I don't know. I don't enjoy it as much. Yeah. Uh, but you're right. I guess. What do you put off when you're on a Zoom call? Yeah. They talk about this, uh, uh, that some people have tall Zoom energy where they seem to be very tall in their, you know, and when you're doing uh, conference calls yeah. on Zoom in, in uh, for your job. And then as people have been returning to the office. Oh, you find out. You're realize, <laughs> people are realizing you, that person isn't as tall as oh. they seemed to make themselves out to be That's on funny. Zoom. But what is it about, like, what makes you seem tall? I guess just, Could it all just be the camera angle? or Because they're calling it energy, as in if it's the way you act. Mm-hmm. How do you act tall? Well, you just act. Uh, at first, I thought, well, maybe it's confidence, but uh-huh. that's not for like tall. That's not physically like for if you're tall or shorter. Yeah. I think it'd be more important. You just fake like, it till you make it? It's people putting off like skinny energy. You think? <laughs> you know, like if you look smaller than you are. They in have a nice life. camera angle. Yeah. You're like, I want this to be the most flattering angle yeah, as possible. The lighting is really great. And, and then, then you, you see them in real life. And you meet your coworkers in real life and they're, it's not maybe how uh, their filter yeah. <laughs> made them appear. In the actual Zoom calls. But I feel with, with uh, you know, if somebody's putting off tall Zoom energy and then you see them in real life, they're shorter, you can broach that subject. Oh, if somebody's way others? larger. No, than you, you expect, can't say anything. You can't say anything about that. Actually, Hudson, I'll tell you, don't even say anything about the height thing, too. You don't think? I, that will not lead to a. Uh, a healthy going back to the office environment. Yeah, you don't think so? Well, no. I, I was thinking when I was reading this that it's that's interesting because Zoom, it really levels the playing field in a lot of ways when it comes to height because everybody looks the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, I would venture to say that a high, high percentage, uh, whether you are tall, short, or in between, I don't think anybody's happy with their height. I mean, not that you're not that it's something you you think about all the time, mm-hmm. but if you're taller, I bet you a lot of times you wish you were shorter, and if you're shorter, you wish you were taller, and if you're in between, you just wish you were something. So <laughs> just you, don't it's like probably anything. taller. <laughs> so I feel like everybody's a little insecure about their height. Yeah. So Zoom was a nice way of leveling that playing field where you didn't have to feel bad about it. Based on this article, though, it does seem like it's skewed towards more if you fall under the shorter category uh-huh. uh, for people who then meet you and realize you're not as tall as maybe you seemed. How come nobody's talking about the short, short Zoom energy? <laughs> That's something, too. Yeah, maybe I, there's some people that are that seem to be way shorter in their <laughs> Zoom calls for some reason. I never would have thought of that. So if you do a, uh, you know, your next meeting, a virtual one, are you putting off tall energy here's or what? You what? D- here's what you do. Uh, for your Zoom meetings, 
you put the camera angle so that there's a bunch of space above your head, making it look like you're really short. And then when people meet you, they're like, wow, you're a lot taller than I thought. They're like, thank you very much. It's a nice way to to just play uh, play the game a little bit. Or they were just saying how uh, in the next time you have a meeting, it's a fun sort of game to play of like, hey, everybody go around and say actually how tall you are. Yeah. Guess the height. Like you're at a carnival or something. (laughs) Welcome to The Riot, where you listen to us and uh, that's it. It's pretty much a one-way street. The Riot. Radio U. feel like that was a good warning if you don't have anything nice to say, guys. <laughs> As we talk about something yeah. between you two, let's watch what we oh, say. We're going to be, we're always cordial. <laughs> okay, yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> and uh, it's all in good fun, but I think we should preface this by saying we're not doctors uh, or nutritionists. We don't have any medical training whatsoever. Yeah, but we we read things. We know what we're doing. Listen to me. All right, just listen. You listen here, and you take it with a grain of salt, what I'm about to say. 500 pages of research. Yes. (laughs) We spent a weekend on it. I have briefly read this article. Uh Uh-huh. And Skim I'm going to tell you exactly it. what it's telling you. I'm ready Vitamins you don't work. Life. That's what it's telling you. Now, that's a big bomb to drop. Because yeah. I know, like, right around this time, everybody starts to, like, pretend like that's going to help us during the uh, cold and flu season. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so you you go out, you go buy a multivitamin, uh-huh. and you just think, like, that's it. I'm covered. And as if you're actually going to remember to take that every day anyways. Well, maybe I I thought you just had to buy it. You don't you actually have to. You just buy it. Just the fact that it sits in your cabinet is you're enough. That's the the protection. Well, of course, if you do that, it's not going to do anything for you. But I have some research here, a a story, and it is from USA Today, where they were talking to, uh, who is the doctor's name? I just want to make sure I give him credit so you know it's not just us saying this. Isn't it Dr. Michael Dignalt? There we go. I'll take your word on that because I lost it in the article. But basically, they were talking to this doctor and asking, if you get a cold or a flu, Mm -hmm. uh, which vitamins, if any, or supplements actually will help you fight the cold or flu and make it shorter and more bearable Because for you. you don't want to go to the doctor. No. Because <laughs> we're not going to the doctor. We can do it ourselves. You don't want to go to the doctor. You don't want to stay home from work, even though you do, but you don't want to call out from work. And so you're like, well, that's it. I have to go get something. So they say that, like, vitamins don't work or what's the trick well, to it? Well, let's start with zinc. Mm-hmm. Uh, so when it comes to zinc, that's one of the mo- the popular ones uh, because if you get like Zycam, that's zinc. Like some things are just zinc tablets and stuff like that. Uh, and that's one that when just the common cold, you're supposed to take zinc, right? Well, it scientific studies, according to this, uh, consistently show that taking zinc acetate lozenges, which again, I think that's Zycam or whatever, they reduce the duration of a cold by two to four days. Ooh. Oh, they're good. If you if. start within 24 hours of your first symptoms. Well, you don't even know then. Well, I mean, you can tell if you feel. I guess maybe if you're feeling kind of bad. Just any time. Just yeah. take it. All right. Well, that one works. Uh, yeah. So uh, the daily dose should not exceed 100 milligrams, though. Now, when it comes to vitamin C, this is a tricky one because that's the other thing. It's like, oh, you got to take your vitamin C. That'll yep. keep the colds and flus away. Well, in their in the studies that they've uh, this is through an analysis of twenty nine studies, vitamin C was shown to reduce the duration and severity of symptoms only if you take it daily all the time. Oh, you have to already be taking yeah. it. So well, I can't in, commit to that now. Oh no, I, thought it was I can't do it. Yeah. Only. In other words, <laughs> me drinking my orange juice every morning is what's keeping me strong. Hey. So there I you go. Sick. Healthy. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there you go. But other than that, if you just get if you get sick and then you're like, well, I'm going to start taking emergency or 
drinking orange juice or just whatever it, it may be. You can't just all of a sudden shoot vitamin C into your system and it's going to help you at all. Well, that's um, big pharmacy talking right there. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't agree They want with you that. to take it that's every day. It. They're like, well, the only way it's going to work is if you use our product daily. <laughs> no. <laughs> big vitamin. It's Tropicana talking. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, so, if you drink orange juice every single day and you never don't have a gallon in your fridge, you will stay healthy. Well, what's the last one? Vitamin D is like the, that's the trifecta there. Yeah. Vitamin D, it says a moderate reduction in upper respiratory tract infection if you supplement with vitamin D. Uh, but it says it says most of the vitamin D we need comes from the sun. But unless you live uh, in a very, very sunny area, you're not going to get enough from the sun only. So if you want to maybe naturally get it, you can get it through fish, eggs, and fortified dairy products. And mo- it says most people would benefit from vitamin D mm. from uh, taking a supplement. So you mean like milk? Is that what you're saying? As, uh, if I don't you know. Take is that milk fortified? Every day? Yeah, actually, you know, they D? definitely uh, they definitely show that all over the milk. Yeah, guys, all they? I know is if you're sick, you don't want to listen to anything we're saying. No, listen. <laughs> you do not want to. My issue with this is it's pretty much saying that you need to take it regularly. But if you're one of those people that do like multivitamins or whatever, and you take them every morning, that's perfectly fine, and I support you. But I don't want you to tell me about it. I don't want you to be like, oh yeah, here are my multivitamins I take every single day. Worst kind of people. You can't show off your gummies. In the morning. I'm taking Flintstone gummies too every day, but I don't have to show them off. All right. Well, look, then if you're taking that your gummies every morning, yep. Then you already are doing this daily. Yeah, I'm doing it right, but I don't need to tell you guys I'm taking vitamins every day. Mm-mm. Your health will. Just, will yeah, my, you can yeah. tell because I'm going to show up to work yep. every single day. Never like, yeah, a day. I take my meds daily every morning. Actually, <laughs> I still have a problem when all of our vitamins are coming in gummy form. Yeah, <laughs> well, they're co- they're coated in sugar, so that'll make me take it every day, yeah. right? That's you, I'm taking the children's version, of course. That's it, that's or you can it. just drink orange juice. No, that's, that's your take. That's got all the sugar's all natural there. There you go. <laughs> this is the Worst of the Riot podcast. Nikki, have you ever heard of a website called rentahitman.com? I remember this story. Oh, it's, so it's actually interesting to see how long because sometimes you know we'll we'll talk about something that someone does mm-hmm. and they sit in jail and it'll be like three years later. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it looks like for this, it was about um, a year or so since this happened, and now she's getting sentenced. Yes, but I absolutely remember this website. Yeah, well, you must have found out before it was before it burned you, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not getting on there to try to hire a hitman, but it is fascinating I, when you find that something that's set up and it's not police i don't think that set Mm-mm. up this website nope. it's just someone who made it and then they send information to the police when someone goes to the website to try to set up a hitman yeah yeah it is uh it's that's that was the eye-opening part to me mm. i had i don't really maybe i heard about this but i don't remember it uh so i didn't know rent a hitman.com was fake which explains my why wife is still here <laughs> It didn't work. Uh-huh. Hitman I, joke. I, uh. I, my wife came up with that joke, so don't nobody be mad it's at me. Uh, so, <laughs> Rentahitman.com is run by somebody who's not actually uh, yeah, associated with the police. But when this happened, the woman, her name is Wendy Lynn Wine, which is a great name. Wendy Lynn Wine. She uh, is 52 years old, and last year she tried to take out a hit on her husband using Rentahitman.com. Of course, the website is fake, and the owner of the fake website immediately contacted state police to get an undercover detective to 
help sort things out there. Yeah, she uh, she wanted her ex-husband dead because she said that he stole money from her and she didn't want to go to jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't, I guess I didn't connect. I don't want to go to jail, but I want you dead. Yeah. So it went to the trying to hire a hitman and uh, it's taken this long, but she, did she plead guilty, it said? Uh, yes, she pleaded guilty Friday. She's going to be sentenced in January. She could face up to nine years in prison and this also makes me laugh uh, that, okay, not the part that where she's charged with solicitation of murder. Sure. That's not funny, even though I just made a joke about it. But what is funny is the other charge she faces is using a computer to commit a crime. Why is that so funny to you? Because if, <laughs> if that's not, I mean, I I know that it means something, but it also doesn't mean anything because... Your your crime is that you committed a crime is basically what that's No, saying. but you are using the computer you were using online to try to have something bad happen. Yeah, it's it's almost making it sound like it's uh like the computer was an innocent bystander. It was. And why are you involving our precious computers? Like you're corrupting our computers. It is. Stop it's using them to commit crimes. I always found it weird that you know, when you think about trying to commit this horrible crime, yeah, of course. how much money does this normally run? And you put a down payment. So she yeah. had planned to put a $200 well, down payment and then the promise of total $5,000 for the hit. Uh, to be clear, I don't know anything about hitmen, like mm-hmm. anything really, except, you know, what you've seen in movies and stuff. But I really, truly believe that if you're going to take a hit on, out on somebody, it's going to cost more than five thousand dollars. Maybe not, even if it's not a but you know a high profile, just a random guy. But that's think the it's movie cost world more. we live in, where yeah. it is a high profile first. Well, person. you're killing a person. I guess maybe some people would just you know they're going to kill people for free anyways. Might as well get paid for it. Listen, now we're going down a very sad rabbit trail. But I think, <laughs> I think though, the two hundred dollar down payment. That's what is what truly. That's what like got her, right? Yeah, because up until that point, money. she might have not technically committed a crime, or at least they might not have technical evidence against mm-hmm. her. So in a way, I, I think it's it's hard to get people on these kinds of things because you anytime it could be entrapment. Yeah. Right? So I wonder how they got around that this time. Well, she wanted to do the down I payment. I mean, she entrapped herself by going to rentahitman.com. <laughs> Everything you love about the Riot, plus a handy-dandy fast-forward option. This is the Worst of the Riot podcast. I want to see what you guys make of this study uh, where researchers tested 176 children between the ages of 4 and 7. Close enough. Yes. <laughs> Close Perfect. enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they found, uh, in talking to these kids, they were asking them, about all the all kinds of different foods and asking them where do the foods come from? Yeah, uh, and what they found was kids kids don't know anything. Kids, these kids between the ages of four and seven, they have no idea what food they're ta- what what they're actually eating. Sure, they think uh, these kids, these foolish kids, think that cheese, hot dogs, chicken nuggets, shrimp, and hamburgers, uh, those are plant based, oh, according really? to children. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. Sweet. However, many know. children <laughs> did think that uh, French fries were actually animal based. <laughs> so, oh. so these kids are all messed up in the head. They are. And what do, what do we what do we make of this? 
Well, I guess you just don't know. Um, I, I'm sure, like, when we were younger, our uh-huh. parents didn't want to tell us, like, hey, what you're eating? Yeah. Yeah. That's death, and you caused it, and you killed that cow. <laughs> you killed the cow, and you killed the piggy, and, and all, the, all that. It's all your fault, and so I think no one tells you anything until you can handle it. Yeah. Well, how old are you? How old do you have to be before you can handle knowing where oh, a I hot dog know. comes from? Oh, I still have upset problems or sometimes. No. Oh, well, absolutely. Come on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I think of it as an older animal who was ready to go to heaven. Yeah. yeah. And he was happy or she was happy and they didn't feel anything at all. <laughs> See, I am just continually surprised by the lack of knowledge of children. I know, right? <laughs> They're way dumber than like, we thought. I'll just say it. At five years old, I feel like that's something that I had to have known. Maybe I was just an intelligent child, uh, but I don't you'd know. think that at least their parents would have explained that to them. I don't think this is on the kids. I think this is just the lack of parenting. Well, something they theorize. Is that what you just said? <laughs> That's just what I said. If your child doesn't know what a french fry is, it's a, it's a potato, yeah. then you are not doing very Actually, well. Actually, I was going to say, Nikki, because you said <clears throat> maybe kids just aren't ready to know that food is death. But french fries... <laughs> Well, yes, French fries. Why would the kids not know that French fries come from vegetables? It's the very parents. well known that a lot of that stuff is is cooked in a beef oil sort of thing. So uh-huh. it's dead lard also. or whatever. That's mm. right. That's right. So they're not far off. Well, they did theorize the the uh, researchers that did this study. They theorized that maybe for children, the way we relay the information to them still doesn't get where they don't get it. Where if you say. Uh, for example, that hamburgers come from cows. Maybe kids think that cows cook the hamburgers for oh, some reason. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, <laughs> don't ruin that. I, I just think that we don't know how to communicate with these things. These children. Yeah. I don't think we know how to communicate with them. We need to do it in a different way because clearly they don't, are not recepting to what we're saying to I need to talk to your them. mom because I think you're probably, you're probably right around this. She's like, you're, you were one of them. You're one of them. Uh-huh. I, I bet feel... you thought potatoes were <laughs> yeah. a tree. A fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. He's wait. Oh, it's sweet. That's true. I get uh Isaiah thought oysters. How do we not tie this all in? Yeah, the oysters are trees. You didn't even they know are. oysters were alive. Yeah. No, I, what I said uh-huh. yet again is accurate. <laughs> No, but I'm just telling you that you, it, I think it's a sweetness where they just don't know. Yeah. And no they one just, needs yeah. to ruin but that. No, we do. We do. Maybe. Okay, think about this. Nikki, you used you to be. You go do that. No, Why don't you You used to be a vegan, right? Yes. And because you don't want to hurt animals, do you? I don't do want you? to. So maybe <laughs> if we started getting kids, uh, helping them understand from an early age, listen, kid, when you eat a chicken nugget, that's not coming from a dinosaur that died a hundred years ago, and that's why it's shaped like that. It's also, it's also not coming from plants. Hey, this is it. coming from chickens that are kept in a cage. Why? They can barely move, and just so you can ha- get your jollies yeah. eating a little nugget. Why don't you do that, and yeah. you bring your phone yeah. along and show them a YouTube video of what it uh-huh. looks like. This and is you where your McDonald's the, nuggets come yeah, from. You be the strange you, yeah, man. You make them well, cry. <laughs> How many kids, though? I also feel that if you show, maybe this would be mostly little boys because I know they're crazy. Uh, you show, you, them, you show them the chickens getting slaughtered, they'd be like, cool, and they wouldn't even yeah. be upset about it. So I guess it'd be probably more sad that a potato is not yeah. meat. <laughs>
And a potato is uh, the plant. That was the plant all along. Hey, for some people, maybe a potato does count as meat. Aww, I don't know. I don't guys, know what. I, I don't know what people. Yeah. But children, I guess. Let's well, just, you know, when you load it up with a, a baked potato, you get all kinds of bacon on it. It might as well be meat. Let's just be nice and and just you know be simple about it. All yeah. right, don't well, ruin it. And don't be day, mean. One day, maybe all these foods will be plant based. That's what. That's the future we are hoping for. Apparently, <laughs> not my future. According to McDonald's, not my future. That's what McDonald's wants. <laughs> The worst podcast with the best listeners. This is the worst of the riot podcast. Nikki, have you ever heard of micro cheating? Um, I, you know, I wonder. I don't think I have, but yeah. maybe once you say it, then I'll recognize what it is. To me, it sounds like something. Uh, maybe a Larry David style character, like from Curb Your Enthusiasm, Not would say sure. if they get caught like <laughs> kind of cheating with somebody and they go, no, it's just a micro cheat. It was a micro cheat. And it, trying to get out of being caught by his uh, significant other. It does feel like a term like to minimize what yeah. someone has done when really it's still cheating. Where uh, it's actually, it's actually very detrimental, but yeah, I don't know. The term makes, cause it is smaller than cheating in a way. So that's what the term is getting at. But I also feel like it almost means you can just wave it away Mm. because it was just a micro cheat. But it's not micro. Uh, It is it is anything where, you know, there's probably a very clear line when it comes to physically cheating on somebody you're going out with, uh, you're together with, or even emotionally, there's a pretty clear line. But the micro cheating is stuff that's kind of in the more blurry area of it's tough to define, but... Uh, a psychotherapy clinician named Hannah Paul, uh, she says it's basically it's almost cheating or basically doing something with somebody else where you don't think you're crossing the line, but it's also something you wouldn't want to tell your current partner about. Is it more in the digital world, though? Yes, very uh, okay. much so. I uh, see. Uh, well, it can be digital or uh, like here are some good examples of it. Uh Concealing email exchanges or like messages with somebody or texts, uh, hiding them in some way. Mm -hmm. So you're talking to somebody, you don't want your partner to know about it. Uh, but you're not, you're also like, it's not cheating, you know, we're just talking, but you're also, if you're hiding it, it probably means that that's emotionally cheating, even if you don't really register it as that. Uh, also, another idea would be like if you're just constantly, going over somebody else's social media, mm-hmm. uh, like obsessing over it or oh, commenting sure. on stuff. Uh, you have to take a good look in the mirror and think, why, why am I doing, doing that? Oh, they say that it could also stem from like really a feeling of loneliness that mm-hmm. you might have. And that um, even if you're not in a relationship, I mm-hmm. guess it would probably still work that that your loneliness, then you attach on to people in the digital world mm-hmm. where you might not want to have that sort of attachment. Yeah. Uh, especially if you, you know, are with someone. Actually, that's a great point. Uh, well, it makes me think of another thing. Your point makes me think of another point. Okay. And that is. <laughs> point away. Yeah. That is that. You know, we always think of cheating as, well, it's you and you and your partner, but then it's you and somebody else. And that's what's cheating. But I feel that with this micro cheating, this could actually be really one sided where it's just you that's mm-hmm. doing it, or it just I guess, of course, your partner could do it as well. Anybody, anybody could do it. But this is you don't you're still cheating, even if the other person that is the that would be the not the cheat e. But the other the object of yeah, the object of affection doesn't have to interact with you at all. Yeah. But if you're just stalking their social media, that's still really cheating. Like 
the and the point is like like they defined at the beginning if you're doing something that you wouldn't want your partner to know about uh whether it's technically crossing a clear line or not then that probably means you just shouldn't be doing it and that's hard to that can be hard to keep to but i think what what we're encouraging you to do here, Nikki and I, as uh, relationship experts, is to if you find yourself doing some of these things, be aware. Is <laughs> look, take a look at yourself and think, why am I doing this? Sure. Uh, and how can I, you know, what do I need to do? What is it about my relationship that needs to change? Uh, because you know, sometimes if you're talking to other people and it doesn't have to be an emotional affair type thing. But you could be talking to other people, and then maybe that just makes you realize, well, the relationship you're in uh, is too restrictive or something. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't – you could even be – how do you want to phrase this? You could be <laughs> micro-cheating, and it doesn't mean that, well, that that is all bad on your end. Sure. Because some, maybe your relationship that you're in is just not working out. But it's all questions you need to ask instead of – like micro cheating is still going to hurt somebody in the end. Oh, so I know you the need term. to figure it all out. Yeah. yeah. Or just, they just say it's everywhere. Yeah. Basically, uh, we're giving you, we're telling you uh, nothing. <laughs> all of this to say. <laughs> Thanks, Hudson. Yeah. Hey, how about just be aware? I, I just, yeah. Okay. I just thought it was interesting, but I also feel like there it's not a one size fits all. It's like, well, sure. if you're micro cheating, stop and be faithful. <laughs> Maybe you. you're just dating somebody you shouldn't be dating. I don't know. Thank you, Hudson, for all this advice. Yeah. <laughs> The end. If you're looking for hot takes on the day's most important news stories, uh, you're in the wrong place. You're listening to The Riot on Radio U. Isaiah, is there something you'd like to share with the class? <laughs> I, I would. Um, you guys aren't going to like this because I hate calling people out on there. Sure, you know, I sure. hate it. Oh, For those no. of you who don't know, like me, Nikki, and Hudson, like I like to think of us as friends. You know, like yeah. we spend every morning together. I've been here for nearly like four hours, uh-huh. and I've never felt a betrayal. I've been hoodwinked. What? I've been backstabbed. <laughs> it's a scooter to the ankle, kicked in the shin. I've seen do? you guys a formidable amount this morning, I'd say, just like every morning. Uh, and for those of you who like to go to Radio You Riot on Facebook and you like to watch the videos, you'll be very happy to know that my beautiful face has returned. I no longer have a mustache. <laughs> and not a single person said a thing. Said a thing. Said one thing. Even noticed. I said on Friday, I said, just don't disrespect uh, the mustache. Uh, it's almost like it was never even there. I didn't even notice. No one even yeah. saw. Aww. Not even a second look. You know, that's because we're looking at your heart. I know. Yeah. Your face. I've noticed that no one seems to look at me in the mornings now. Aww. I can come. I don't even know if it needs to be me. I could send my brother in. They may not even notice. I don't know. What does your well, brother first. look like? Exactly like me. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably right. Isaiah didn't want to do No Shade November, yeah. and then you took your beard down really quickly to a mustache. Yeah. But the thing is, to me, you still have a mustache. No. It's I, just, I, it's no. a little bit of stubble there. And there's like a stubble there. A little but bit I mean, of a shadow. The old mustache, it was, so, pr- it was so prominent. It really you know? wasn't. That's it, the it wasn't. That was that was the disgrace. That's <laughs> yeah. why I had to let it go. On Saturday, I decided that it's run its course. You, you know, yeah. when, you know, like when you're trying something, at some point you're like, it's never going to look better than it does right now, and uh-huh. right now it doesn't look good. Well, you, so, you should have still given it the whole month. Yeah. I, I went two weeks in, and I was like, you know what? I've looked disgusting long enough. 
I know there's no more ups for me. There's not like another level where I come in one day and you're like, whoa, yeah. looking good. Like Actually, we never would have reached that point. Actually, to be 100% honest with you, I think you do look better without a mustache. Yeah, well, yeah. I think so too. I hope so. I, wish, I hope so. I wish it would have come in fully. I know, me too. Uh, actually, I didn't realize it had been two whole weeks. So yeah, yeah. If it if that's what it, where it was at two weeks, mm. you're probably right to do so. It's run but. its course. You know, we I gave it a fair shot. You know, two weeks was long enough, and I, I gave it a go. But it is now gone. Well, I, goodbye to Isaiah's mustache. Yeah. We hardly knew you. Uh, Clearly, they hardly even it. noticed. We I, hardly uh, noticed you. I I do feel bad about not mentioning it, but also how now many can't times? Help us see it. How many times have you gotten your haircut since you? started working here. Oh, multiple. And, and how many times hey, has anybody mentioned it? I got, yeah. my, I got my hair dyed on Friday. None of you guys noticed that. Well, that makes does, us even, Nikki. Alright, so you and I are even. Yeah, Hudson on the other one. end. <laughs> backstabbed. Betrayal. I've been uh, hoodwinked into cooking the shin. I did You're something. right, it does hurt. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know what I did to try to make this even. but <laughs> like I also um, have, have had some work done I, recently. <laughs> you guys, you just don't understand for me, I don't know if you guys are like this, but unless I have a picture of you side by side from what you looked like i'm not gonna notice we won't even know i'm not you could you could come in with a full beard, and I'd be you like, wouldn't even know. I wouldn't even pay attention. I'd be like, "Yep, yeah, that's what he's always Isaiah's here." Like. <laughs> well, the mustache is gone, mm-hmm. and I promise we're gonna do better next time. Gonna have to be more. I guess attentive. we'll see. I <laughs> guess we will see. Like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, look yeah. here, boys, boys and girls. <laughs> Surprise! You've made it all the way to the end of the worst of the riot. This show only exists because of support from listeners like you. Find out more and help out at RadioU.com slash donate. Please follow us on Facebook and subscribe via iTunes. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.